When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Hello, hello. We are back. Hello, internets. We are back. This is the realest podcast ever, episode 130, I want to say. Am I correct, Taylor? Thank you. He is nodding in agreement. Um, <laughs> How did I say 150? <laughs> episode 130, and this is, this is, this is the fourth annual TRPE Awards, hosted by Chad Fain and Matt Kane. Taylor in the building. Taylor's in the building. Big Dan in the Big building. Big Dan's in the building. Vicky in the building. Vicky, the owner of NGTV, in the building. Vicky pulled up. You missed it. She uh, she's like, yeah, I'm here because I got y'all uh, y'all payout for NGTV. And she had like uh, like a stack of money and threw it on the table. Is and that I, really our payout? No, I oh. almost believed her, but she's like, it's coming soon. Just stay patient. Just stay down. We're in on the ground level. So once the organization scales up. So do we. I was about to pull a stringer. Like, yo, lock that door. Like, like yeah. The, um, I, For the YouTube viewership, you're probably wondering why we're wearing these nice ties here. My tie is premium. I don't know what that is. Uh, this came from Walmart. Oh, okay. I got it this morning. Um, I got this from a uh, yeah. very, very fine establishment, <laughs> Joseph Abu. Oh, that's a yeah. good spot. That's I a got, yo, I got, like, real nice suits that I yeah. never really get to... Jules was like, I didn't know you like had suits. I'm like, well, it's not like I'm go- putting them on to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. Don't be the, the boy that's like, yeah, we're going to go out then Friday night. You yeah. got a suit on. Yeah, I'm saying? <laughs> Full mo money. <laughs> we rolling out. Fucking mock neck, no yeah. flip with the suit on. Fucking uh, Mo Better Blues and shit. Yeah, like, no. so I had a brilliant idea over the weekend. I decided, I was like, yo, it's the award show. We got to dress this shit up. I attempted to get us the tuxedo t-shirts. I told you, man. I got the tuxedo got hoodie the t- in the Man, tux. I got the tuxedo hoodie. And it was just basically like when I had the <laughs> Word idea. Word to my pop in the Chinese store. <laughs> <laughs> when I got the idea, it was too late. So I said, all right, fuck it. I'm going to table that idea for the anniversary show. And we just going to come in here and rock these nice ties like Omar on the wire. Um, it's up. For, for the award show, man. So I don't really want to waste no time. It's an award show. Uh, we got some people to thank. And then we're going to get right into these categories. First and foremost, shout out to our sponsors. Uh, Will Warren from the, from the House of Kama, who's a big supporter of the show. Everywhere he goes, everything he does, he tries to find a way to include TRPE. We appreciate you, sir. He sent us over like a crazy gift basket of all types of free goodies and such. Um, we appreciate that. And then he also hooked us up with Cavassier Philly, Eli, Philly Nate, 
Kvasse Philly is officially sponsoring the show. We got this nice big magnum bottle of uh, Kvasse VSOP here on the table, um, along with the uh, Kvasse book. Our alcoholic listeners are going to be, oh, you, you still got the, the <laughs> Yeah, y'all sharing. Yo, what's up with that, John? Uh, but they got us everything. Hats, shirts, we got hoodies. Yeah, it's all types of stuff here. Yoggers. Yeah, yoggers. What's um, up, man? What else did I have? I gave Taylor a bunch of stuff because I couldn't fit it. Um, but yeah, they they hooked us up, man. They gave us a they gave like us a bunch of stuff. It was big for you. Yeah, I must say Taylor's bigger than you. Yeah, it was it was, oh. uh, it was all like extra larges. Oh okay. Yeah. Now, you know, the extra large thing is hard out here, bro. Shout out to CSI. <laughs> I got the my village sturdy hoodie on. And I got mine. Oh, oh he did get you one. Yeah, he came up. He came up. He came up. I got mine too. I got the uh, light skinned nigga green. How the fuck did you get a one? <laughs> <laughs> because it was only two colors available in a large. One was gray. One was green. I'm a light skinned. Oh, wow. So I got the green. So yeah, shout out to him. He just brought it to me right before we uh Oh he came here. He came here. Yeah. I missed the nigga. Yeah, met me in the parking lot. Uh yesterday I when I met when I met him, I'm, I text him, I'm like, where are you at? I don't see the mountaineer. And he's like, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Where's the truck? <laughs> where is the truck? You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, no, shout out CSI. I got my hoodie on. Uh it's been a dope week. Yeah, for sure. I got nothing. I got nothing, man. Um I wanna get into these that. categories. Where do you want to start? I want to start on a high note. Okay. Okay. We got enough ridiculous. We got enough shit going out. I want to start with the toughest category. Okay. Which is feature of the year. Feature of the year. Let's get it. Um, I actually had to add one to it because somebody brought something to my attention. I didn't see that. Uh, I had to add another little Dirk feature. Okay. So I'm I, pain away. I would pain imagine away. it would have to be that. Had to add pain away. Okay. <sighs> Can I give my breakdown on this? Let's rock. This is where I'm at. On any given year, any one of these features could win feature of the year. Correct. Every feature on this list was phenomenal. If you want to be technical, this is the toughest category we've ever had, as far as what I'm concerned. Okay. Every one of these could win. When I look at these, I look at Will on the Will Smith remix. If you get the gist of the song, him bigging up Will for basically making him want to be a better, <coughs> excuse me, better man and everything, just to see Will come down where he, Will doesn't have to rap. He's exactly. on a fucking bridge in Budapest. Exactly. He doesn't have to rap <laughs> at all. To see him come down, do the song, do the video, it was phenomenal. Will's remix was all of that. Wayne on What's Poppin'. Killed it. Some of the best rapping you've, if you, I get it. Some people don't like Wayne. He raps about nothing. If you like Wayne, you like What's Poppin' remix. Then I look at like Rockstar. It takes a step up. Roddy Rich on Rockstar, phenomenal. Don't really care for the song because, you know. Yeah, we'll yeah, get into that we'll later. We'll get into that later. <laughs> but I like Roddy Rich. Now, my personal favorite on this list is Roddy, Roddy Rich on The Woo. Okay. Do you want to find me in the cool? It's phenomenal. He's doing his best mini Ripperton. Yeah, he has my favorite line of 2020 in uh, Why Would I Waste My Time? With a shorty who don't got me on the front of her mind. That's just my shit. I say it all the time. I say it 30 times a day. It's fucking great. I know that's not going to win, though. Correct. You understand what I'm saying? Because there's a such thing as creating a moment. Exactly. And that's where I'm going with these next three. Meg Thee Stallion on WAP. Eh, I put it in there. The song was phenomenal. Yeah. Number one Number for one, weeks. Did huge numbers. You got to respect it. Yeah. Big old ass. We get it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's Meg Appreciate raps. the big ass, man. Appreciate that. Meg raps about the same thing in every song, so it's nothing really <laughs> outrageous on this. Correct, right? Mundo. Drake on Life is Good. On any given year, Drake wins this. Correct. Any other given year. Every single line from the song became a staple of culture. Yes. 
Working on the weekends as usual. That became a thing. Way off in the deep end, like usual. Became a thing. Niggas saying they passes, they doing too much. Became a thing. Wine by the glass, your man the cheapskate, huh? Niggas was the cheapskate. Right. Yeah, that, that, that became a thing. You know what I'm saying? I buy wine by the glass all the time, but this shit is all of that. How do you end the joint? Uh, giving you my number, but don't hit me on no dumb shit. Became a Every single Culture, part back to of back the to song back. became a thing. Yeah. Then I look at Little Dirk on Laugh Now, Cry Later. Stole the show. Number two record, just like Life is Good. Yeah. Number two record. He stole the show in eight bars. It wasn't a full 16-bar verse. Right. But just him saying, we do not listen to that. We do not uh, listen, listen to rats. We do not listen to Please don't play that little boy in the club because we do not listen to rats. Stole the show. Then he said, bring Drake to the hood. Have Drake round drinks. Stole the show. Yeah. On any other given year, those two joints win. When we paid hit, it's like you said, timing. Yeah. We paid hit at the height of poor of unemployment scams. <laughs> <laughs> at the height. P-U-A. At, at the height. PBP. SBA. When I look at <laughs> all two, the letters. When I look at 2020 in a nutshell, at that moment, when that we paid shit hit, everybody was scamming the government. Everyone was driving like maniacs. Yes, sir. And nobody in their right mind was broke like Jock. Nobody. Nobody. And Jock made a video. I was going to say. That's when I knew. You know some shit hit when just a line elicits a response. Jock made a video to dispel the myth that that even he was broke like Jock. (laughs) (laughs) It reminded me of when uh, Fat Joe had... uh, on uh, on New York, even Roy Jones was forced to lean back to the point where Roy Jones was literally Came like looking for him. Roy Jones got done fighting like Carlos Ruiz for a heavyweight belt, and he's like, "So what do you do next?" Like, I'm looking for Fat Joe. Yeah, being not like, yeah, I'm gonna catch Fat Joe at a nightclub and knock him the fuck out. Exactly. Forty two Doug with one line, just he fucked the whole universe up. Jock said, "I'm far from that word." Yeah, <laughs> I'm far. I'm far from that word. Jock made a video. I, I would never made get a over that. Love. Yes, it was. He was sick. Jock catches that a lot. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, "This is ludicrous." But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim. Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hot though. I was listening to fucking uh, I'm So Paid the other day. Jeezy for no reason. My project, (laughs) bitch, I moved it next to Jock. She said the house was too small. I moved it next to Block. I was just like, what did Jock be doing to (laughs) y'all? Why do y'all hate Jock so much in Atlanta? (laughs) For no reason at all, he said that. I'm like, yo, Jock really is not oh, like, yo, that shit is, bag. yo, real shit. Hey, there's always some shit about some money with Jock. That shit is crazy as fuck. Yeah, I think this is, uh, because of the moment that he created and then everything that was going on with it, it's a platinum record. It just hit number one on radio. Uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a top 10 on Billboard. I think it was like number eight, number seven or eight, maybe. But it, the record hasn't peaked yet. Like, yeah. it just peaked in December. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know when something has legs. And like you said, going back to the cultural moment and everything like that, Doug and Baby together are like 
the modern day Jada Kissing styles. It's like a little bit less lyrical, but as far as when they get on a record together, Grace, uh, the fucking new Rollo Rodriguez record, like they show the fuck up and they show the fuck out. Uh, Doug's record, not us from the first Young and Turn, like they kill shit every time they get together. And that record is unanimous, the feature of the year. So uh, let's get some claps for 42 Doug. We paid. The fact that you already had him as the winner before we got. <laughs> it, it just is what it is. I was seeing that. Like, it, just, it just is what it is. Yeah, the, the we paid verse, it just. Once I got in that car accident and the girl got out and just ran up the street, I'm just like, yeah. We, she was listening to Yeah, this. we paid them, did a number on these people, man. We ain't going to be able to get them back this year. Yeah, congrats, Doug. The, um. I, well, you, you, it's on you. I, uh, I started with feature of the year. Yeah, I, I want to go. I'm gonna keep it at F's. I want to go with the finesser of the year. Oh, okay. This is, this is one of our favorite categories. Um, originally, we didn't even have it on the slate. I had to go back. We had to go back and, because and I was add. gonna give out a lifetime finesser award. But and finessing is so abundant. Yeah, you need two categories nah, nah, for I, it. I feel you. I feel you. So, uh, finesser of the year. Um, we got six uh, people that. Uh, People, five people in one company yeah. that uh, deserve their flowers. Uh, number, first and foremost, uh, the baby. Uh, it's, we're on year two of this. You released about four albums already, and uh, if it's twelve songs on every album, you release forty-eight of the same song. Uh, you keep going number one, and uh, yeah, I, I can't get mad at him. It, he's finessing. Yes, he's, he's not super finessing. But people, they like it. They love it. They, you know, like uh, there's a, a meme floating around right now that says. Uh, his music sounds like a Scooby-Doo chase. I saw that. <laughs> Listen, when you really play it with the Scooby-Doo chase, it makes total sense. I was like, this is bad, yo. This Isn't is that awful. alone, the baby, you are not this the is, winner this, this year. Is, this is god-awful. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, our guy, we talk about him all the time, Big Jeff. Big you Bezos. didn't have him in there. I didn't I, have him in there. You added him. Jeff Bezos, do you know how much money he made this year? Uh, probably like eighty billion. Eighty-seven billion. Yeah, it was around 80. So far, Jeff is so nasty with it. Selling junk. I cannot harp on that enough. But here's the bigger you part of it. I got. <laughs> I, I got a story for you when it comes to him selling junk. Real quick, he's so sick with it. He gave his wife twenty, his ex-wife twenty-five billion, mm-hmm. and then turned around and had his best year ever. Right. That's crazy. Crazy. Selling bullshit. Selling nonsense. So I bore some weightlifting gloves. Weightlifting gloves with the with the with the wrist strap, right? Right lock because my, my you know, I've been through injuries with my wrist. I had the gloves for a month and a half. The seam on the right glove starts ripping up to the fingers. So I'm like, damn, the fucking glove ripping and shit. So Lee was like, just order another pair. I'm like, yeah, they $14 from Amazon. I'm like, yeah, all right, I go on Amazon, get another pair, boom. The ones I got, I meant to bring them in because they ain't my car. Yeah. They're ripping up the right side <laughs> to my pinky. So I'm just like, it's no fucking way. They ripping in the same exact place, yeah. same glove, same side. This is a defense. I mentioned it to Lee. You know what she say? Oh, just oh, get some more of that. And I'm like, no, fuck no. No. This somebody, is why he's a billionaire. Somebody needs to rectify this shit. <laughs> somebody needs to end this shit. Put that, I'm putting my hoof down like on Friday. Like, dog, he's selling bullshit. And up 90 bill this year. Yes, man. Motherfuckers will buy some shit. It'll stop working. They will buy it again from Amazon. Dead ass. That's it. And the fact that you're two days and it's at the locker yeah. or at your crib. Yep. I seen an Amazon lady coming out the Wawa. She just was like, 
<laughs> like that's how she looked. Waterfall. Like she's been the fuck through it. Somebody, uh, somebody I know said they worked for Amazon for like one day. They gave this motherfucker like four. I told you, pimp. Yeah, that was what I'm saying. My yeah, man, yo, like five hundred fifty packages and told him just figure it out. They fill your car up with packages and then leave enough room for you to get in. Then you get in, they be like, open your sunroof and dump more packages <laughs> in, into the car. Motherfuckers be riding down the street with shit like over top of them, dropping down the street. Like Amazon crazy as shit, but you gonna get your shit before three thirty no, if you order sure. it before two forty five. Uh back to these uh these nominees. Uh Paul George, aka uh Pandemic P, aka uh aka PG thirteen percent, aka Bandemic P because <laughs> Bandemic P. He just finessed a hundred and ninety million dollar extension out of the Clippers after one of the worst playoff performances we've ever seen in life and a straight playoff meltdown, um, which included what was he five for was it like four for sixteen or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, he had a terrible in the game last seven drum, yeah. and he hit the backboard. Um, yeah, the backboard jump was crazy. That was when they just gave up. And the Clippers are so <laughs> they kind of just and gave up. The Clippers up. are in so deep with him that they had no choice but to pay him because they gave up five first round picks and two first round pick swaps for him. So you have to hold on to him. If not, you just wasted all of those picks for no reason. So uh, his that's what I was gonna say. As, as wild as his contract is, is not that no. crazy because he has to get he that. has to get it. Yeah. So it's not, if, it, if not from them, then from somebody else. So it's like, yo, we already get fucking mortgaged our whole future for you. We might as well go ahead and do this now. Right. Uh, number four. This is my uh, my dark horse selection offset. Um, offset is nobody cheats more. Nobody gets caught more. Somehow, some way, he got his wife back. And uh, apparently, all it takes is some A1 lies, uh, a baby, I'm not going to do it no more, and a Rolls Royce truck, and you too can get your bitch back. I thought she bought him a Rolls Royce truck. She bought him a Lamborghini. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Offset. Good job. Yeah, man. so he bought her a Rolls truck. Put the he put the he put the Rolls Royce car seat in there. The ten thousand dollars. I did see that with the baby. He put, he put yeah, the ten thousand yeah, yeah. dollar car seat in there for the baby for the sentimental purposes. Because because I know he sent her. I just want my family back. Text. And then he showed yeah. up with the car with the car seat in it. Damn, he really do want his family back. He put the car seat in there. This is great. Then she was going live all weekend, fucking coked out of her fucking mind. And I'm sure they were having disgusting, filthy sex. So yeah, shout I mean, out to Offset. At, at that level, it's like who else are the Either one of them going to be with. I say that shit all the time. It's like he's a black beetle and she's Cardi B. Like, what are you? What are you going to do? It's like, you know, what other Latin sensations? Lumidy, you know, what I'm it's like who the fuck else is all set going to be? You know what I'm saying? Seriously. And if she leave him, it's like, where do you go? Yeah. Quavo's locked up. Yeah. He's going down. It's the. You know, yeah, you end up with a uh, YK Osiris or somebody like that. I was gonna say one of the knuck if you buck niggas. <laughs> 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 yeah, like it's, it's just no, it's no other. There's no parable. Yeah, there's nowhere to go from here in their relationship. Uh, last two candidates, uh, which are kind of interrelated, uh, are, are loan company that's nominated Pfizer. Uh, Pfizer finessed the whole uh, pharmaceutical and the medical industry. They raced to the finish with the uh, cor- with the uh, what do you call it? The Corona COVID? Corona vaccine. I was gonna say the quarantine. The Corona vaccine. Um, literally in record time. We still got cancer out there. We still got. I, listen, man. We still got, we we still can't like. We can't take something preventative for gonorrhea yet, but somehow, some way, That's we have uh, came up with the corona vaccine they, in they, about nine months. They hit us with the corona vaccine in 
three weeks. <laughs> this shit is crazy. It wasn't popping a we month ago. We still don't have widely available rapid testing, but we got a vaccine. Listen. It's wild. Ow. 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 Um, and then our final, uh, sixth and final candidate, Brian Kemp. Uh, a lot of you may or may not know who this is. Brian Kemp is actually the governor of Georgia. Yes. And the reason why he's nominated is because through the entire pandemic, Georgia was never shut down. The the mayor of Atlanta caught COVID and attempted to shut down just her city. Hey, I'm here. This shit is real. I caught COVID. And Brian Kemp said, excuse my friend, bitch, if you shut this motherfucking <laughs> shit down, I'm going to bust your fucking head to yeah. the fat meat. And you're not shutting nothing down. And Atlanta is open right now. It's Philly niggas in Atlanta having a party right fucking now because Brian Yo. Kemp said, keep that shit open. That shit is crazy. Like Atlanta really, really like they were in bad shape for a little minute. Yes. And Brian Kim was like, no, nah, baby, we got to keep this shit rolling. Got to keep it open, baby. Hey, man. Got to close it. nothing. I ain't closing. You never hear about these numbers before. They don't. They stop reporting them. They <laughs> like, took the Trump approach. Like, Brian Kim, no bullshit. <laughs> be like, I'm not doing that <laughs> shit right now. What you talking about? Like, I, I ain't fucking with that they negativity. They literally dog. stopped reporting them. But everybody I know that goes to Atlanta comes back with COVID. But they stop reporting no. numbers. If you stop issue, report, issuing the tests, you'll stop having more positive tests. Trump said that it's shit best. You stop doing the tests, you stop getting results. See, the problem is, y'all looking. <laughs> y'all out here testing shit. For results. That's why you getting these fucking crazy ass numbers. Don't test. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that right. shit is bad. Boom. This shit is bad. Uh, who you got in this category? This is a tough one. This is tough. <sighs> Taylor. I mean, Pfizer. I, I, like, I, it has I, to be. I was leaning towards Pfizer. It was either them or Bezos. For me. Yeah. For me, it was Pfizer or, or Kemp. It might be Bezos. It, it might I, be Bezos. I, I, honestly, it's like I'm leaning. Like, well, the more and more I think about it, it's just like, yo, like 80-something billion, dog. In a pandemic. In a pandemic. Like, businesses, staples of American culture have gone out of business. And he figured out how to get people to buy more shit. More shit they don't need. Don't need. <laughs> and those working conditions. Yeah, yeah. It might, it might be, it might be Big Jeff. And y'all making eight dollars an hour, <laughs> maybe twelve. You make it the senior uh, associate, senior VP <laughs> of complaints. No bathroom breaks. <laughs> I'm going Bezos, man. I, I can't go against you, man. You know, ninety Billy in a in a in a in a pandemic is crazy. The fact that he gave his wife twenty five Billy and was able to rebound from that. It just goes to show you, literally, the rich get richer. It's the old adage, man. Yo, it, it, it has to be Bezos. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no way around it. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to shout out to Big Jeff out there living his best life with his 20 year old girlfriend, enjoying the spoils of uh, success as a rich man should. I want to give a special award to the comeback player of the year. Okay. The comeback player of the year award goes to Mike Tyson this year. I thought about Meg Thee Stallion, you know, getting shot thing, Yeah, but no. That happened halfway through the year anyway. Well, I mean, it happened this year. She was twerking on a boat eight days later. Well. And that was part of the, that's part of the problem where there's so much muck <laughs> surrounding the whole situation. I mean, <laughs> I the reason I'm giving this to Mike Tyson is because Mike always seems down and out 
but he's never out. Never out. And then he always comes back a little bit better than the yeah. last time. And different. And different. Like, Mike said he was going to eat some of my children. He told Jim Gray he broke his spine. Spinal. I broke my back. Spinal. <laughs> yeah, my back is broken. What's wrong with it? Spinal. <laughs> he said, I was doing my 2,500 sit-ups a day with a 45-pound weight, and I couldn't make it. And I was like, oh, my back is broke. And he's like, what do you mean, Mike? Spinal. <laughs> my back is broken. Mike told a female reporter during her live interview, you should watch how you talk to me because I normally don't talk to women unless I fornicate Yo, with them. Mike crazy as shit. <laughs> Mike ate Holyfield's ear. Yo, he did it, no, he did it twice. <laughs> Like, he got a warning the first time. He didn't, he didn't get a chunk out of the air. Think about how much of a fucking God slave king Evander Holyfield is that he kept going. Who <laughs> bite my ear? We done. It's over, over. This is over. And I'm smoking you after the fight. <laughs> what? It's, uh, it's super up. Evander got his ear bitten just was like, ah, fuck it. Come on. Mike Tyson is crazy. All praise be due to Allah. Yes. Mike is nuts. Maniac. And through all of that, his comeback this year has been amazing. Yes. First, first, he starts off with a booming marijuana business. It's like one of the fastest growing joints out there. Yeah. Like he's crushing it right now in the legal marijuana game. Then he starts his podcast. His podcast is booming. He's got a really, really dope podcast. He's got one of the probably four or five best podcasts out. It's fucking phenomenal. That clip of him with uh, Joe Buttons and them, oh the funniest shit. You ever see where he's snapping <laughs> off and they all like scared? Like, fucking great. The it's thing f- with being in a room with Mike Tyson is, you think you leaving? Yeah. You might not leave. You don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know next. what's going to like. You don't know what the you, next 15, 20 minutes holds. You really don't know. And then on top of the podcast, on top of the legal marijuana business, he goes out there and fights Roy Jones Jr., 55 years past both of their prime. Yes. Did you see the numbers for the pay-per-view? 1.4 million. 1.4 million pay-per-view yeah, it's like buys. like the fifth highest. I want to put, put this into perspective. <laughs> More pay-per-view buys than his fight with Evander Holyfield. Or like a junk throwaway, like a, a, a novelty fight. Crazy. Yeah. We talked about it before. The five biggest pay-per-view nights in boxing history. Number one is Floyd and... Uh, Conor McGregor. Number two is Floyd and Pacquiao. Number three is Floyd and Canelo. Number four is Floyd and De La Hoya. Number five was Tyson and Evander Holyfield. Number five now is old Tyson (laughs) and old Roy. That's the number five night in boxing history. They got to the end of the fight. They announced a draw. They asked, they was like, how you feel about it? They said, I'm good with that. That's cool with it. it. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. He must have got the text already about Yo, the pay-per-view buys. I'm good with that. We could do this shit again. Roy said, "Not nah, to beat him in my prime." Everybody Roy, just like, Roy wasn't no smoke. yeah, like Roy, you would have died. Roy was great. We ain't taking that from him. Yeah, but you ain't beat my yeah, But a point somebody made the other day was like Tyson was losing to the bigger dogs. Yeah, like Tyson lost Holyfield, lost to Lennox Lewis. You know what I'm saying? And it's like Roy didn't have a size. He definitely had the speed, and he definitely had the accuracy, and he was a, definitely a better. Tactician, as far as footwork, all of that bullshit. Mike Uppercut is just if he connect yeah, you, all of that. But Roy also had a glass chin. Yeah, and so every time he got tapped on that motherfucker, he went out. So it's like, yeah, you never know. But definitely comeback player of the year. Can we get some class, please, for uh, my man Mike Tyson? 
Booming Podcast, Marijuana Business, number five on all the time. pay-per-view all-time <laughs> boxing list. And they, and they for, for a fight where they was like, you know, we can't knock each other out. All right. <laughs> What's the rules? Uh, motherfucking uh, eight rounds and shit? Snoop was the fucking commentator <laughs> for the number five pay-per-view in boxing history. I know Al Haven and them just be sitting around sometimes like, this shit is a joke, man. But shit, Floyd you see? Getting, fuck, Floyd getting ready to fight Logan Paul. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. Boxing is nuts now, dog. You can do whatever you want now in boxing. Number five pay-per-view all time. Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Craziest shit ever. That's nuts. But shout out to Mike, comeback player of the year. The uh where do you want to go next? Um I I wanna go with the We Good on You Award. Ooh. This is my favorite category right here. I forgot about that one actually. The We Good on You Award is giving people the credit they deserve for being outright annoying. Yes. Um or ridiculous. Incorrigible. Ridiculous, encourageable. That's a good word. Um, and just pretty much a nuisance <laughs> for the whole entire year of 2020. Um, what you made me think about what <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, Charlie Murphy, Rick James. Yeah, he's <laughs> like Rick, man. Rick is Rick is encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> That's real shit, though. Rick is encouraging. So, uh, st- starting off uh, the, the category. Uh, I think I'm going to start from the bottom and go up. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about it every week. Um, our show is essentially transformed into versus cast. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just so right there in your face that we just have to talk about it all the time because the matchups are just getting weirder and weirder. Although they actually did have one that made 100% sense this past weekend, uh, but it really didn't have a lot of fanfare. Uh, so the first categ- first uh, nominee on the We Good On You Award is versus. Um, literally a entertainment platform that was created by Swiss Beats and Timbaland to give people something to look at and look forward to during the pandemic. Um, it was based on the distance and all of that and, you know, being able to social distance. You have this person here, this person here, blah, blah, blah. And then slowly as restrictions and regulations started to loosen up, it became a performance art right. where you're basically having a 20 for 20 song battle concert it's funny because with people together in the same Somebody room. had posted my video of me snapping off about the Teddy Riley and Babyface. Remember the first epic fail they had with it? And I was difficulties. And I was like, this motherfucker trying to make it a performance. And it's crazy because it that's what Versus has become. Mm-hmm. So it's like as ridiculous as Teddy Riley was that night with we, his... We owe Teddy an apology. Teddy became a... <laughs> He's uh, a pioneer. Uh, yeah. He's a Versus pioneer. Yeah. Teddy had the whole setup. He had niggas in the back. <laughs> like, he had a he had a uh, he had niggas with a boom mic. <laughs> he, he had roadies. <laughs> like, that nigga had roadies. Yeah, like that shit was crazy. Who got my synthesizer? Yo, he had a band. He had a full setup, and that's what versus has become now, man. Yeah. So uh, so first in, in the we good on you category is versus uh, second nominee. Uh, you know him as uh, as Tip. You know him as Ti. You know him as Clifford Harris. Uh, we know him as the guy that has something stupid to say every week. And, uh, you know, one thing about people that got dumb shit to say is... Hey, hey, it's Brooke England here from Deposits. And if you're a fan of culture and business, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Deposits, where I interview dope individuals and celebrities of the culture. And we get into contracts, entertainment, and my favorite part, payouts. It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. Hey. 
they usually never run out of dumb shit to say. Yeah, no. T.I. is a living, breathing, walking, talking example of a motherfucker that got something dumb to say, and he can't wait to tell you. Yeah. And uh, whether it's on his podcast, whether it's on somebody else's podcast, like we got in trouble talking about the whole situation with his daughter, and uh, I know my daughter's hymen is intact and all that crazy shit. Uh, it, it's it's T.I. <laughs> like, <laughs> most recently, his uh, his his John was... That picture I'll never get over with. It was like almost like a camera view of inside the pussy, <laughs> and it was like what the what what the pussy sees when Ti be checking the hymen. It was, it was him like looking. <laughs> it was like a picture of Ti looking down the pussy. Ridiculous. <laughs> it was just like, white man. Ridiculous. Every time that story come up, I think because it, it was really a picture of Ti like, like like he, like he was checking. Trying to get to the bottom of this. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh man, that'd be funny as shit sometimes, yeah. man. Uh, so, so Ti, you you earned that nomination, big dog. You got it. Uh, third, uh, Daniel Hernandez. Nah. Um, he actually was. We can't cap. He was a favorite of, of the show. Uh, he was. So, he's somebody still now, even though he's a dickhead that understands media, understands how to you know navigate and manipulate the internet in his favor. Uh, but his, you know, his lives are not working now. No. It's, it's over. Uh, he's having his Sunshine Anderson moment, and uh, he's he's earned it. So uh, six nine, uh, you know, come get this nomination, brother. Um, y- your career is pretty much over. You know, he came out of jail. He did all these antics. He bought all his fake jewelry, popped all his shit. He had to move about five times so far in twenty twenty. Yeah. And um, you know, his album came out. He did thirty five thousand Republic Records and uh, whatever. What the fuck is the name? The other label. They, they stopped dumping money into his shit because you got to pay. Uh, 25-7 security in order yeah. to make sure that nobody blow this guy's head off. He made all types of videos in Harlem in the restaurant with a mill cash and this and this. None of that matters. It's over, big dog. Um, so yeah, you've uh, you've earned this nomination, my brother. Um, fourth, uh, Tory Lanez, one of the most despised characters of uh, 2020. The uh, initial story came out between him and Megan that basically somebody tried to shoot Megan and he was bucking back. And then it came to find out that he was actually a suspect. Um, he's, you know, on trial now actively. He goes back to court in January for this whole situation. And bigger than the fact of whatever you did, because we still don't know, we don't have all the facts presented to us. Bigger than that is the fact that he won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like a clubhouse, Instagram live, Twitter. This magazine, like, he will not shut the fuck up about this case. And then he makes it a point to say, but I can't talk about the case. Yeah. But just talking about the case. It's ridiculous. It's dumb. And so he, he, he's he been on a uh, on a tear. Uh, this next candidate is not even a person. It's uh, it's attached to somebody popular that we know. It's a mobile device. It's a mobile device. And uh, it's Meek Mill's phone, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, for some strange reason... Meek Mill and this technology and being able to connect to the internet on his phone is just fucking him up. Um, he needs to get a two-way and a StarTech flip. <laughs> I was going to say a beeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should he should invest in both of those so that he doesn't have direct connection to a Wi-Fi network to be able to get on the internet and do or say dumb shit. Um, for the record, he uh, antagonized a beef between... Uh, the North Philly uh, young boys and the Uptown young boys. That was the that was one of the things that he did. Uh, more recently, he had the whole debacle in Atlanta with giving a group of kids twenty bucks. Can I speak on that, real please? Quick? I wouldn't get a ass as anything, so I feel him on that. Yeah, cool. The thing is, it's like you just don't. I don't know if you just don't understand the way the internet works or what. It's like 
people look at it and be like, oh, you Meek Mill, you Richard Millie this and Rafe that and doing right. this and dirt bikes all over here. and this. Precisely. So it's like the video of you giving them $20 just isn't going to register. And people don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Not me personally, yeah. but people just in They're Delphi, waiting for you to they do some find, shit. <laughs> Yeah, they waiting for you to, to do anything that they don't. Me could have given them kids $1,000. They'd have been like, oh, a stack, that's it? That's all you got that's for all your broke ass got? <laughs> so in theory, you just don't need to film any of it. And that's where the phone comes into play. You know what I'm saying? Pour me some of that. The, um, like, that's where it comes into play. Like, all right, now, I'm not a hoochie. <laughs> 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 the, um, but no, that's where it comes into play. Like, just don't film the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just there's there's no reason for this. Trust me, them kids come up to me. The the, the Gerard Ave, it'd be three kids with football helmets. It'd be like, what are y'all playing NFL Blitz? <laughs> it'd be like, how the fuck is it? Where's the rest of the team? Three people coach? on this team. Where's the coach? Y'all not have a coordinator? Like, who, who who's running this joint? I remember the young boys got on my bus one day on the 60. It was like, yo, we ain't got no bread over here. We going? I'm like, whatever, go ahead. They got down to Richmond Street. I went in the loop, went to YY, came back, yeah. came out the loop. They was in the traffic with football helmets. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? So it was like, yeah, I get it, you know. But once you film it and put it out there. People are allowed to pass judgment on you. You open yourself they, up yeah. for anything. Exactly. You know, any type of scrutiny, any type of anything. So it's just like, why? Yeah, just stop. Just put the phone down. Put it down, please. That's it. Pretty please. You could have given them $20 and just going on. Yeah. I don't. I, I, you know I don't what I think I've realized in the last couple weeks not being on social media? Is how much shit I don't even fucking worry about filming or worry about seeing. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, Because right. of it. And it just be like, this is how people get into these zones where you doing. Remember I told you I posted a fucking video once and the. Oh, remember I told you I posted a video and the guy, and the picture and the guy was like, uh. Damn, that's why your dog always be at you for the food because she ain't got no food in the bowl. And I seen a picture <laughs> on the scrum like, oh shit. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yeah, because. If I don't post it, exactly. eventually I fill the dog bowl and I don't even got to worry about the SPCA or anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you get yourself in trouble just posting shit. Yeah. So, so yeah, Meek Mill's phone, ladies and gentlemen. That's good. Um, and then the, uh, I don't know if she's going to win, but goddamn she should. Uh, Asian Doll, uh, the most annoying woman on social media. I didn't know Asian Doll existed four weeks ago. For sure, me. I, you know, I, I don't. I don't. You I know. knew a little bit about her because um, she was with Gucci for a little while, whatever, whatever. And here's the here's the drawback. You know, I don't listen to any of this stuff. Here's the drawback: beautiful fucking girl, perfect tits. You would appreciate these tits. I know you're a titty man. I never really. I, I still don't even have like a complete you, understanding you would appreciate of who she these, is. You would appreciate these tits like nobody's business. Beautiful fucking girl. Okay. The problem is. Everything from the eyebrows down to the tits is amazing. It's the brain that's like the fucked thir- up. The third eye. Yeah, exactly. The third eye is just letting in so much negativity. The third eye has cataracts. And then the mouth is just letting out yeah. so much nonsense. And uh, it's just created a situation where every day either she's talking to spirits. Uh, I was rocking with her when, because I get it. People close to people lose and everybody processes death differently. That's There's no right way or wrong way to process losing a loved one. I've lost my mother. I've lost close friends. Not everybody deals with things. You know, people have breakdowns. People gain weight. People lose weight. People, you, it, There's no right way or wrong way to handle it. Yeah. If after my mother passed, right, and my dad decided to sell the house, if I'd have came to him and be like, I was talking to mom last night, 
She said, don't put on the marquee yet. Wait, like, that's when it's like, all right, we might need to look at the 302 in this nigga. Man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do, like, because do you believe in that? No. Okay. You believe in ghosts? Do you believe in any of that? No? Like the the the, the We've third? surveyed the room. We got five no's. Even Taylor shaking his head no. Taylor's got an award. I told you. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. how you <laughs> We're going to do that later. The, um... But Paul Mooney has a bit where he always says, like, I, wa- I sit and I watch television. These shows trip me out because it's like ghost hunters and ghost adventures, yeah. adventures and ghost stories. And he's like, and it's all white people like, oh, the ghost came in the house and the ghost was playing my, my pussy in the middle of the night. And he was like, there are no ghosts. He was like, you only ever see white people like, oh, this is the ghost of old man Johnson. who you yeah. And it'd be like, listen, I'm going to just dispel this myth once and for all. If there were ghosts. Slave ghosts would fuck y'all up every day. <laughs> you think ain't no slave ghosts? Slave ghosts be choking the shit out of y'all in the middle of the night, ripping the covers off you and beating your asses for real shit. And it's like, yeah, it's like there's there is no there is none of that. That's the truth. So it's like what, I was rocking with her a little bit, like damn, that's fucked up. You know, she lost her dude. Right. It was because I don't know the story of him and Quando. Yeah, I don't know any of that. So I'm just like, damn, she lost the dude she was with. That's sad as fuck. Then it was like, oh. I, when when she said the his last words, why y'all let him get me? And I'm just like, damn, like that's kind of like, cause we even was like, right. then you see the other homie, like, man, she I talked to her earlier. She was talking about she talked to him and fucking through a spiritual advisor, and it was like, wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me? And it was <laughs> like, no, she wasn't. She wasn't. He didn't say that. She was saying she talked to him in the afterlife, and he said that shit. Like, I would think if you speak to your boyfriend in the afterlife, he'd be like, hey, you know, I miss you. You know what I'm saying? Not, hey, man, tell them niggas why. Don't be fucking them niggas, bitch. Something. (laughs) So it just got strange and bizarre. Who you got this one? I know who I'm rolling with. Because of the longevity um, and the sustained you nature, with me and the sustained I'm going with Meek Mill's phone. Oh, you're not with me. I'm going with Meek Mill's phone. Wow. I was going with Ti Tip Harris. Oh shit, that's a he, he kind of deserves a We Good on You Lifetime Achievement Award. Maybe should do that next year. <laughs> T.I., you say anything stupid <laughs> in 21. You going on the wall, You brother. going on the wall with the Hall of Fame joints. We got a lot of good Hall of Fame joints. We got Kanye for Meltdown, Lifetime yeah. Achievement. Uh, Jay-Z for Finesser, Lifetime Achievement. We giving out a Finesser, yeah. Lifetime Achievement this year. All right, yeah, I'm with you then. Meek Mill's phone. Meek Mill's phone. Um it's yes. crazy to think, but Meek Mill's phone got him into the beef with Drake. Yes, ain't that wild? Yeah, Meek Mill had us run on, of tw- on twenty of twenty twenty during the pan when the pandemic was really hot and heavy, yeah. where everything he tweeted was just nonsense. Like none of it made sense, and, pe- and he would get like eight thousand retweets. Like, huh? <laughs> like so, just for that alone, yeah. he stamped and solidified himself. Uh, Meek Mill's phone could get a lifetime. No, real shit. Yeah. He started one of the five biggest beefs in rap history. Just tweet <laughs> to the point where he called you Twitter, Twitter fingers. fingers. And you left. You had to leave Twitter and stay off the phone because it got yeah. you in so much trouble. Only thing Meek hasn't done through social media is get booked behind the tweet. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Or had like some crazy lawsuit shit behind the tweet. At yeah. least I don't know of it. But it's like, yeah, Meek's phone, you're right. Yeah, goddamn. All right. So, I'm rocking uh, with Meek it. Mill's phone. Congratulations or not? I don't know how you how you want to look at this, but uh, you won. Uh, Who just airdropped me something? Was that you? Yeah. Okay, because I couldn't open it. All right. Was that? 
Okay, cool. I didn't do nothing with it, but I was like going through the, the notes. I didn't want to like leave out of it. Okay, so we got Meek winning that one, right? Did yes. you update the notes? I okay. update. The notes are updated. All right, I want to go into an award that I, I really, really like. Sneaker of the year. Ah, nice. You were ordering, trying to order some sneakers uh, prior to the show here. I got them. Oh, you got them. Oh, congratulations. The Vapor Waffles came. <laughs> the, the damn, damn, like, yeah, they dropped tomorrow, right? I'm going to tell you what happened with the Vapor Waffles. They were supposed to drop on the 17th. Nike moved the purple and green ones back to the 21st. The green and gold came out. The green and yellow came out on the 17th. Mm -hmm. No 15s released. <laughs> See a 15 on StockX? 800. I'm like, fuck everybody down there at Nike. I'm in the gym this morning. It was like 10 minutes before uh, the paper and green vapor bulbs. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Throw the weight now. Going, yeah, it is, it's <laughs> fucked up because it's like you a slave almost to this shit. I yeah. hate to say it. Rob was saying it the other day. Like you shouldn't be put in a position where you have to like jump through hoops to spend your money. Exactly. Like think about the the like the logistics of that. Yeah. Like if I went to the Chinese store for like four wings and they was like, go get in line, get a ticket. And then somebody came out and it was like, yo, we ain't selling no more wings. We was like, I got four of them. I'm selling them for twenty eight dollars. <laughs> it's like, man, what the fuck? But that's what happens with the sneaker yeah. shit now. It's like the sneaker drop. They only release seven pairs of them. And the people who get them is like, I want X, Y, Z for them. Yeah, they realize that the uh, what the sneaker companies realize is that the exclusivity portion of it and the you ain't got this portion of it is more important than the actual shoe. It's more. So, so it, we limit the release of whatever those, the fuck it's, it is. It's one of those message messenger type situations. Yeah, so it's like if we limit the release of whatever the fuck it is, like y'all will buy this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be some dumb shit. It's crazy as fuck. But, uh, oh, wow. Somebody. Oh, no, they good. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> I thought something happened for a second. All right. Let's do uh sneaker of the year. You want to run through these? I'll run through them. Uh, we yeah, got the off. Chunky Donkey from Nike. The Chunky Donkey Donkey. Trust me, I'm so fucking bad. Size 15 in these are currently right now $7,000. I don't want to talk about it. Dior Jordan 1 Jordans. These in the 15 right now? Do you want to know? Uh, 18000 Watch page, price highest. Come back out. I'm sorry, I came out of this shit real quick. The, uh, here we go to my watch page. What did I say? Twenty-two thousand. Size fifteen D or Jordan ones, twenty-two thousand. Yeah, they about eight thousand in my size right now. Kill yourself. You got the Jordan Smith New Balance Vision Racers. That's my personal favorite sneaker of the year. You got the Nike Vapor Waffle we just were Talked discussing. About. We have the off-white Jordan 5. He had the all-star game grays, and then he had the sale fives. Sale fives is People fire. hated on the sale fives. The sale made me like them yeah, as opposed to the all-star game grays. You got the Yeezy uh, Quantum. Quantums, which I fucking love. The Union LA4s. Me and Jules argued about this yesterday. Shout out, Jules. He was in town. We were arguing yesterday about this. The, the black ones aren't decent. But the guava make up for how not hot yeah, the, the black ones are. Crazy. The guavas are crazy. And then we got the air puas. Y'all ran them into the ground. The Dior Chucks. The Dior Chucks. We have an episode titled Dior Chucks <laughs> for how ridiculous y'all got with them. Shout out Pastor Carl. Who is nominated for an award tonight, by for the way? For sure. Carl said I don't stand a shot. <laughs> not with the PUA bars. <laughs> Sometimes it's just good to be recognized. Sometimes it's just good to be recognized, <laughs> baby. What you taking in this? It's three that I feel like I know we're we're gonna differ on this, and I'm gonna tell you why when you tell me what. All right. Um, 
if I all right, let's just let's itemize it down to three each. Mm-hmm. Chunky Donkey, Air Pools, and the Off White Five. Okay. Sale. That would be my pick for a three. And then we if, go. If I there. have to go three, I'm going Chunky Donkey. I'm going to Air Pools. And then I'm going to Vision Racer, the Jaden Smith. Right. Solely because when you talk about, if you're a real sneaker person and you talk about silhouette and creative design, they let Jaden Smith come in, like how we talked about the Fear of Gods with Nike. Exactly. They let Jaden Smith come in and create a silhouette of a shoe and then design the shoe from the bare bones to the actual material. Right. You, if you, I don't know if y'all know Jaden. They come. They all that. They the shit. I don't know if y'all familiar with Jaden Smith and his life. You know he's like a hundred percent vegan. Right. Like a hundred percent vegan. Like he. You know, like he don't like getting into none of that shit. The shoe is made from a hundred percent recyclable material. A lot of people don't realize that. It's like no leather, no none of that shit. It's a hundred percent biodegradable, biodegradable, and a hundred percent recycled. They let him basically just come in and do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. And the nigga came up. With some shit that coincides with his vegan lifestyle and is actually hot. The right. colorways are fire and it's comfortable as fuck. So that's why I was like, that's my personal favorite sneaker yeah. of the year. I'm pissed I couldn't get the yellow ones because they didn't drop the yellow in the 15. And now, you know, they got the mix, mix match joints. They're crazy. None pair are the exact same. Did you realize that? No. Every pair that came out is different. That's fire. So it's like, if you got a pair and I got a pair, our joints don't match. Like, your shit will have a green right here and red right here. Mine's will have red right there, right. blue right there. It's the craziest shit ever. So it's like that whole concept around it makes me put that up there. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I understand what the Chunky Donkey is and was. Yes. And I also, I'm not going to hold you. I didn't get no pool, but I like the Dior Chucks. I could never wear them now at this juncture of life, but I like them. Um, Taylor, you you a sneaker motherfucker. You got some input over there. I, I do like the new bounces a lot, but like... If you're just looking at the air, it's the Chunky Donkey. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of... Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just look at what the Chunky Donkey did, connecting, like, this, it became a cultural moment. Like, yeah. I'm talking about what the feature of the year, like, you're connecting Ben & Jerry's, which is the number one ice cream company in the world. You're connecting the brand identity and the marketing of Nike together, and you're putting those things together. They did a fucking special box release where the it was Family like, and Friends yeah, was a big-ass ice, ice cream, cream box. canister, shit like that. Like, the whole vision from beginning to end was executed fucking perfectly. And, like, it literally, it crushed retail, like, during a fucking pandemic. That shoe got up to probably 1800 in like the regular sizes once yeah. upon a time they kind of leveled off now they down to like 13 i caught a, i caught a pair at 1360 because i just refused to pay the 1750 that they was trying to charge for months and months and months um but yeah that that shoe like it fucked the game up so i, I would go with the chunky donkey also yeah let's give chunky donkey a, a round of applause look at this shit man Bidding on something else? Nah, I'm looking at the chunky donkeys. Eleven hundred for size eight, twelve hundred for eight and a half, twelve hundred for nine, thirteen hundred for a ten, fourteen hundred for a ten and a half, uh, fifteen hundred for an eleven, sixteen hundred for an eleven and a half, fifteen hundred for a twelve, nineteen hundred for a thirteen, nineteen hundred for a fourteen, seventy one hundred for a fifteen. <laughs> it's just pocket. ridiculous. It's nuts. That's out of pocket. It's insane. Like, size 15 is really just, it's awful. It's terrible. Yeah, it definitely is. That shit is just disgusting, man. Like, I shouldn't have to, like, forego on a down payment on my on a house <laughs> to get some sneakers. That's a Rolex. That's a nice Rolex. Yeah. 
You can get a brand new Air King, a brand new 2020 Explorer, uh, 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 Orson Perpetual 41 millimeter with the color fade. Like, that's crazy. It's ridiculous. That's too much money for sneakers. Next award I want to go into is one that's very near and dear to my heart because I love television. It's the best thing I'm on right TV. There. Just <laughs> it's the best thing on television. This year, I, we've said it before, TV greater than movies. Yes. Movies act. Movies are finished. Movie theaters are done. Like Warner Brothers starting this week. Yeah. Their entire movie release slate for 2021 HBO is going Max. directly to HBO Max. We're not even fucking around. The last movie that Warner Brothers put in theaters was Tenet. In, I think in September That was like their last Big budget movie And that was a Christopher Nolan movie And that's why he was Crying and complaining On the fucking internet My homie the other day Was like the only way Movie theaters have a shot At in hell at coming back It's going to be BYOB Like bring your own shit yeah. It's the only There's no way movie theaters Can come back And charge you $50 For a popcorn and a drink Huh? <laughs> Yo, real shit. <laughs> like real talk it's, 10, movie theaters all yeah, in Real shit <laughs> Like, I just don't see him coming back. So on television this year, we had The Undoing, right? Let's really get into this. We had The Undoing. I've never watched it. I'm not going to lie. I'll be honest You're about The undo Undoing. I was locked in for five episodes. It started off so fucking great, and they're telling this story about this guy. He's, like, successful. He's a fucking uh, a, onco a child oncologist. He's got a wife that's a fucking uh, got a doctorate in psychology, this and this. They got a kid that goes to this nice fucking school. Her father's super famous and super rich and a philanthropist and this, this, and this. And his, the, the husband, his, <clears throat> his side chick ends up dead. Okay. So now, immediately, there's a suspicion that he killed her. He fucking goes on the lamb, disappears, this, this, and this. And all of this shit unfolds that leads us to, well, damn, maybe he didn't do it. And then you get to the last fucking episode and you realize this piece of shit did it all fucking long. And they basically led us on this whole emotional journey for no reason. And this is some shit that could have been summed up in like a 75 minute television episode and just been over with. And they just. It's like typical HBO shit. Like, Sounds about right. Like you built us up to such a high point, and then you let us the fuck down at the end. And the season finale, the series finale, was just such a a letdown. It was like literally like, yo, you had a spark when you started, and now you just garbage. just garbage. So the undoing is definitely not willing. What you guys say, Tyler? How, how is every HBO miniseries that? I mean, <laughs> it's always it's that. All that. It's always that. The ending is always terrible. Uh, like, like, what's the name? Uh, I felt like The Wire ended good, though. Well, no, like like a one-season kind yeah. of. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like, what was the other one about the guy that went to prison? Uh, the Night Of. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Ended fucking terrible. I didn't see it. Night Of was, it, it starts off great. Like, it's great. This guy, he fucking gets accused of this fucking crime. He goes to jail, this and this. He's like a nice, clean-cut guy, and he has to transform himself into, like, the jail version of himself. Mm -hmm. So he becomes, like, a hardened fucking criminal, like, while he's locked up. And then there's, like, all of the jail shit, and there's kind of, like, an Oz element to it, but it's more realism to it and this and this. And then it just ended, like, dumb as shit. And that's just kind of like HBO for you. Uh, Yeah, I mean. So it's definitely not the undoing. You got Ozark. You got P-Valley. P-Valley was super popular. You got Lovecraft Country. Yes, I like Lovecraft Country a lot. You got The Queen's Gambit. Which awesome. Is, which is one of that's A+. My, that's my dark horse. You got Black as Fuck. Oh, man. People forgot about Black I, as I Fuck. I watched Black as Fuck five times in totality, and it's coming back for another season. You got The Shy. 
You have The Last Dance, the uh, 98 Bulls 10-part documentary. Mm -hmm. You have Greenleaf. Which just ended, just had a series finale. You got Yellowstone. Yo, Yellowstone. I had to add Yellowstone. Yellowstone is a television show on the Peacock Network okay. through Paramount. And it's um like a TVMA, so it's cursing, it's sex, it's the whole nine. And it stars Kevin Costner. Oh, okay. Stars Kevin Costner as John Dutton, who's the head of the Yellowstone uh, family ranch. 330,000 acres under his control in Montana. And it deals with, like, you know, he got a son that's a lawyer. Like Yellowstone National Park. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Like surrounding Yellowstone National Park. And they got all of this land, and it deals with, like, people trying to poach the fucking land. People trying to steal their cattle and this and this. And it's literally like a modern-day Cowboys and Indian story. And it's dope as fuck. Like, it's crazy. I watched three seasons in two weeks. Oh, shit. 29 episodes in two weeks. Like, it's crazy. And apparently they did a documentary on the manhunt. Yes, uh, the Olympic Park The Olympic bomber. Park bomber. I meant to watch that. There I was it. a first manhunt, which was based on... Um, the Unabomber. Okay. From Ted 2007. Yeah, was from 2017. And it actually starred, uh, what's the guy's name? From, oh, Sam Worthington from Avatar okay. was in it. So it was a big deal because you got this movie right. star that's the fucking the star of this miniseries or whatever like that. And it was like eight episodes. And that one was good. But the uh, Centennial Park Bomber, the Olympic Park Bomber, John, crazy. I literally watched... Eight episodes of that shit in a day and a half. That's how good it was. I, I I was glued to watching that series. When it comes to these shows, three of them jump out at me. It's Black as Fuck, it's The Last Dance, and then it's The Queen's Gambit. Yes. That's because I never... Ozark, the last, this past season, it was... Once they start getting into the mental shit and the PT, yeah. all that crazy shit. It was, was all right. The, uh... Yeah, those are the three I'm, I'm pulling out of that. The Queen's Gambit. The Last Dance was the best documentary, and Black as Fuck was great. It was great. I'm not going to hold you. I'm leaning towards Black as Fuck. But I really, really enjoyed The Last Dance. So many joints came out of The Last Dance. Yeah. So many, like, memes and classic quotes. Quotes, yeah, for sure. And today, uh, motherfuckers didn't win the, the, the Vapor Waffles. I saw the Isaiah John. I'm, I did everything. I qualified. To be selected. <laughs> but I didn't make it. I, 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 you know, like, real shit. That John always comes the fuck back up. Yeah. So. I've watched Black as Fuck. I've logged so many hours. Watch. I'm, I was ready to start it again the other day. Mm -hmm. It's just such a poignant, like, Funny and the fact that it has so many think pieces made about it exactly when it was satire, right? It goes to show like white people are can make a thousand shows about as as with satire at the core, and black people make one, and it's like what the fuck is going? That's like right. the earth, like black earth shattered. Like Seinfeld has the biggest sitcom ever, ever strictly based around the fact that he doesn't do anything and the show is about nothing <laughs> exactly. Like it's, it's a cold joke on his life It's straight satirical And it's the most popular comedy of all time Kenya Bear has made a show Like a black curb And motherfuckers lost Austin. their minds Like it turned the black Popular culture on, on, Up on, on its axis Real shit So for that reason alone I gotta pick black as fuck. I'm cool with splitting the award. No, nah, ain't no split. Got, uh, I'm going with black as fuck. <laughs> Clap it up. I ain't no fucking split. Like, black as fuck. The Bulls documentary was great. Wonderfully put together, you know, 
the, 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 Jordan was shooting fucking quarters with the security <laughs> before he was supposed to go on the floor. Like, remember the white boy? <laughs> security for. So it's like, yeah, nah, the, the documentary was great. But, nah, Black as Fuck was the best thing on TV this year. I, I'm cool with that. Uh, Do you want to do Man of the Year? Yes. Uh, we've done this award in the past. And, We've uh, given away a man of the decade. Yeah. yeah. We've done this award in the past, but when you say man of the year, nobody quite fits the criteria like this year's winner of man of the year. You literally have a man that is an entrepreneur, that's successful, that's handsome, that's well-dressed, well-groomed, well-put-together, and... He ain't taking no shit from no Yo, fucking body. Listen, I seen him the other day. He was going off on the one shit. He don't. He don't fuck around. Did you uh, hear him on Clubhouse? That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, on Clubhouse. Like this is literally a man that is getting on social media and and television media and stuff like that in a time where women culture and women in general are in charge of everything. Right. And basically telling women. What you selling, the men you want ain't buying, and you can get the fuck out of here if you got a problem with what I'm saying. And the winner is Kevin R. Samuels. I'm literally following <laughs> this man on every piece of media you can follow somebody on. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, Black Planet. YouTube. <laughs> like, wherever he's at, I need alerts because he going to shoot you straight. And he reminds me of myself in a way where people get mad at his delivery as opposed to his message. Right. I don't like and he said something on the clubhouse that fucked me up. He said to the woman, y'all get mad at men because we don't talk to y'all like women do. That ain't my job. To talk to you yeah. in the manner that a woman will talk to you. I don't gotta fucking put the medicine in the candy. I'm just gonna give you the medicine. Y'all are some bullshit. The shit that you want these men to do and the hoops you want them to jump through, and a successful man ain't doing it because he got options. He's successful already. He's successful without you. He don't need you. He told the one chick, you attract uh parolees and niggas who beat your and, head. And abusers. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, it's more, but it's the truth. And he's equal opportunity because if you've seen the other clip when he was talking to the boy, he was like, uh, you got a big dick. Right. <laughs> we, Me and Jules is funny because we was in Fridays the other day with like some thoughts. We was in uh, Fridays out <laughs> Delaware and shit. And chick walked through the restaurant, had on like a cat suit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Anybody with a cat suit on in daytime is ridiculous. You know, you, you, out, for, you out for blood. Like, <laughs> She had a cat suit on, and then she went and, like, sat. She went to the bathroom, then went back to her table. And I was like, who is she sitting with? She was sitting with the bull, and the bull got up so she could, like, slide into the joint. And he had, you ever see them braids where it's, like, the hang times start <laughs> too early? So, you know what you I'm saying? Got the starter braids. Not, but it's not like regular hang time. It's like Gerald Greens. Gotcha. But the, but it's not top braids. The the hang time start like right there. And he had on this like, remember the Dicky diamond quilted jackets? Yes. Army Navy store pups. And I was like, 
I bet he be beating her. And he he said it was just like, yo, we like laughed a little bit, but it's just like you be knowing certain situations. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you can look at certain people and just yeah, like you can. So you it's know, like if I can spot it, and I'm not sense. and I'm not dating this nigga, and I'm not having sex with this nigga, why you couldn't spot it? <laughs> y'all and y'all are are fucking in each other's uh, personal space all the time. It's like yeah, no, Kevin, and it's crazy. You bring up the whole drum with the big dick situation, and it's just like. Nobody was offended when he did that. No. But on the flip side, they had like a whole clubhouse thing. Like, oh, have you apologized to the to the girl? And he said, "Why should I?" He's like, "Apologizing for, for what?" <laughs> He's like, "She came on my show, being rude, being extra, yeah. and then I gave her ass." What he the said, fuck I, she he said, "I there? gave her three rebuttals and three different options. You need to book a session. You need to book a session. Do this. Da da da. We can do this different." He said, "Then when I'm on the show and she's saying certain stuff, I'm saying, ma'am, please don't make me say this. Please don't make me do right. this.' Like." He's trying to restrain himself because he know like you're not qualified to be satisfied at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and you want to try to blame whatever dating mishaps or issues whatever you got on other people. And he's just like, "Yo, do you know any men that make six figures a year?" And she like, "Well, yeah, my father and my uncle." He like, so basically, you don't know anybody because like you can't date them. Right. So he's like, "Like, where did you get this set of criteria from? Why you can't just date a regular guy, like somebody that worked for the city, or yes. like you know what I'm saying, or a, a fireman, or something? Like, why you can't just date a regular guy?" Well, I just find that the problems that I have are with guys that make less money. He's like, "The money's not going to fucking solve your fucking problem. You need to find somebody that appreciates you." Yeah. But she's so married to her standard that. It is what it is. And I listened to the whole long version of that clubhouse. He was throwing some stats at they ass. He said he said yeah. one in four women will be married. He said he said one in four black women will be married. He said, and he said that's across like you can marry a white man, whatever, whatever. One in four. Yeah. He yeah. said, so 75% of y'all gonna die alone. He said, so either you gonna change your approach or you're gonna die alone. It's up to you. He's like, but the 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 criteria and shit that y'all setting up for yourselves are unrealistic. So yeah, uh, let's let's get some claps for Kevin Sanders. Kevin, Kevin Sanders is the man of the year in a landslide. There was like nobody else to even nominate. No, it's nobody to talk about. He was head and shoulders above everybody. So that's just an appreciation award at that point. Uh, do you want to go music? <laughs> you want to go music or social media? Social media. All right. Uh, most mo- most annoying caption of 2020. Oh, this all you, Playboy. Man, listen, I fucking hate Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me just let me just note that. You know what I'm saying? You're back on Instagram for those that are listening. But today we're getting paid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck. Shout out to Gavarzier. I had to do that shit just on the strength. It's like, trust me. Yeah, I'm here just so I don't get fired. By, by midnight, that should have been going. I can't take it, man. I, w- I got on there yesterday. Dog. I got on there yesterday. I saw the caption. And I, it, it was like, just, I haven't I haven't been on there in two weeks. Yeah. I literally have not been on the joint in two weeks. The chick posted a picture and was like, he love a bitch because she eat and don't leave no crumbs. It's like, what does this mean? What the fuck? <laughs> this, and I'm like, this is this is, this is what I'm talking about. I'm I'm, I'm perplexed now. <laughs> Love a bitch because she eat and don't leave. Because no she crumb. didn't look heavy. <laughs> so 
was like, how much you really you eating? You eating much. Like, you're like, you just got a fast metabolism or something. I, I was just like, what the fuck, yo? Like, I'm sweating like shit from this liquor. This I don't drink. This is what I don't drink. The, uh, yeah, please. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Carol, what's up? Man. Yeah. Oh. But it's just like, I don't drink. Like, I'll be honest with you. I haven't drunk in like years. So it's like. Shout out to Cavassier. Yeah, two shots, got nigga. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real shit. Oh, wipe like, your head. Pause. <laughs> yeah, like hoodie. Hoodie fur. Hoodie fur. I got it? No. It's like a lot of it. All right, you good now. I'm good. All right, yeah, you good. Yeah, you are sweating. <laughs> no, I told you. It's like a Trinidad James Bond. Yo, I'm about the Molly, baby. Like, yeah. Um, best TRPE. Oh, no. What the fuck am I talking about? I'm wrong. Yeah, best caption. <laughs> Most annoying caption, man. Sun kissed. That was bizarre. The sun kiss shit because y'all don't be kissed by the sun. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be ashy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like y'all just, be ashy. It's just I, I see that all the time, and I be like, she's your skin is like a little alligatorish, but it's like whatever. Uh, it's the me for him. I we'll, we'll you know I we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, no poor. We'll also get into that one. Anything that incorporated the phrase love language. That's super annoying. Because my, my whole thing is like when it comes to women especially, it's like women would be like, my love language is is gifts. And they'd be like, that's not that's a, not a love that's language. Not a that's love tricking. Language. <laughs> Prostitution. <laughs> Prostitution. That's man. not a love language. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like, um Untouchable, but you feel this. I saw that one just one time and I was, <laughs> was just like, that's that a, that had to be on there. <laughs> Because the thing about being untouchable is like y'all be touched. Yeah, y'all y'all get touched up a lot, <laughs> physically and mentally. Y'all be touched. You know what I'm saying? And uh, anything referencing a broke bitch that said something. Yo, that's my thing. Y'all ran that joint into the ground, yo. And it's copyright infringement. They be super specific. They be like, <laughs> like I thought a bitch whose steps need to get repaired and ain't yo. got no banister in her living room says so. Like, like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I thought a bitch who ain't had no basement steps says something. Yo, you got a parachute down to the basement. Yo, I seen the chick went to. I, I seen the joint that went to Miami. Young joint. I remember talking about it. She went to Miami and she was at the sugar factory. And the caption was like, I thought a bitch that don't ever leave the hood says something. I was <laughs> Alright. Your flight was twenty eight dollars. Yo, sugar factory, fifty bucks. That shit is Fridays. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Sugar factory ain't nothing but Fridays with big ass goblets. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Food coloring on the fucking uh, medieval goblets. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh man, for me, when it comes to this category, it's the me for him, and no poor. You know those two, Bruh. The funniest part of no poor is it was all poor. It was all poor. It was poor the whole time, yo. If a nigga wrote no poor, the picture was poor. It was in fact one hundred percent poor. That's what it was. It was funny because somebody posted a picture one day, and they hashtagged the no poor. So I clicked on the no poor hashtag. So I went into the no poor underbelly of like Philadelphia. And I, I wound up on like one of them, you know, um, 
I shot three niggas, two one five. You know, like the the, the hood niggas. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you know, don't get smoked four one zero. The loudest in Forty Third Street. <laughs> you know all that goofy shit. And he had every picture on his page was like Burberry down to the flow, <laughs> Javinci down to the flow, Dior down to the flow. Yeah. Every single picture. So something, and it was like the captions was just way too like, you know, um. Niggas on my dick more than my bitch, you know? <laughs> it was just way too much of that. So something was like, go to his old picture. February uh, PP, which is pre-poor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you got like BC and they just... Go to February PP. And I got back to February and it was like, new balances and white beaters, no rolly. And it was just like, yeah, man, like, you know, pool hit, and it was it was all pool. My man had the best statement by far about pool. My man said, PUA money turned niggas my, into who they always wanted to be. Back on. I'm a professional. For sure. He said the PUA money turned niggas into who they always wanted to be. It basically, like, accentuated whatever crazy shit a nigga had in his head. He was able to get it out once he got that pool of money. Right, yeah. Because it's like you got a lump sum of bread. You getting a stackiana, $1,200, $1,300 a week. Like, niggas ran amok. Like, and they enjoyed themselves, as they should. But the problem is they over-enjoyed themselves. And then they looked up and was like, damn, ain't no more checks coming. No. My one homie compared it to getting your refund check in college. And I was like, hmm. Thing is, they capped the refund checks. You couldn't right. get back more than thirty five hundred. But thirty five hundred <laughs> when you nineteen oh, and eating man. ramen for the last month and Listen, a half. When I was in Atlanta going to school, I got that refund check. I was right at Doctor Denham. I could believe down it. Five points. You, 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 and uh, let me you, get all of Nietzsche. You and fucking Magic City talking about us all that. <laughs> Real With shit. three racks, fucking meats walking the club. My night is over. You hear me? <laughs> Five wrecks smoking, looking <laughs> like it's fog, yeah. Like, real shit. You a dope boy once that fucking refund check hit. So for me, it's no poor or it's the me for him. The, the, the thing that makes me not, it's the me for him is bad because 99 times out of 100, the, the me is you and the him is married. Right. So you can't even post. <laughs> you can't post a nigga. You I, can't even acknowledge him. Right. I get that. But at the end of the day, there is a me and there is a him. When they say it's the me for him. Right. The no poor was in fact one like <laughs> how no cat was the joint for the year. Like, <laughs> no poor is in fact all poor. Yes. Like don't you think for a second that this was anything other than yes, poor. Yes, yes. When you see that hashtag, of course. Yes. So Taylor, you got emphasis on this. No poor or uh I mean no poor just makes sense for this year. I, it's 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 no poor or it's the me for it him. It encapsulates twenty twenty. You want to go no pua? Yeah, no pua. You got it. Give it up, Taylor. No pua. No pua is the caption of 2020. No way around it. We did sneaker. We did. Oh, man. Because we got a couple of words that we can just tuck because we can really get into them. We got to knock this out. And I got to write in for this one. The best TRPE moment oh, of 2020. Because <laughs> we never give ourselves props. Yeah, We've been doing sure. this shit for years. We never give ourselves we props are, for this shit. We are about to kick off year four. We're about to kick off year four of this shit, man. Um, hopefully, we got some big things 
in the works. Definitely. Hopefully, you know, I need a raptor and a phone. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but we got some things we're trying to do and trying to put together. Um, so I, I basically went back throughout this year thinking about our biggest, funniest moments. There was one I absolutely forgot about that I got to add in here because some people started hitting me about it. And I'm like, yes, that has to be on there. Um, First on the list was Saad Pua. Yes. Now, that episode was probably our funniest, most ridiculous episode. Nonstop. Because it was Saad Pua and Glizzy Mania, which is also nominated <laughs> yes. together. But the actual quote of, this ain't even my, my Pua. Pua. This is Saad Pua. Pua. <laughs> was fucking excellent. Great moment of the year. You got damn the E-Nest story. Word to my girl Mona Love. <laughs> Don't call me white girl. Um... It's self-explanatory. Enos asked to marry her in, in a DM, and she said, I thought about it for a second. I took a walk. I took a drink. I came back, and I said, you know what? Let's do this. Enos said, where you at? And he she said, said Delaware. Delaware. He said, dang. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like there, will, was, there will be no union. <laughs> if you was in Penrose, <laughs> I was out there. If you was in West, I was out there. Delaware. Yo. Dang. Damn. Yeah, you know the funniest part about that nobody tripped off of you was like, the box caprice is for the hood only. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> the box caprice. <laughs> my uncle like Yo, this yeah, real I got, shit. I got big Danny shirts. Real fuck. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Next on the list is y'all was gonna make the Birdman pay to Tina Marie. Oh, now I'm God. gonna explain God. why this is so funny to me. <laughs> Listen, this is my dark horse. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I say it three times a week now, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, Whenever man. I run into a situation where something is going to be more than I thought it was going to be, <laughs> that's the line I say. So, Pete, I'm in the <laughs> I'm in the poppy oh, store the other day. <laughs> I take you know the Lysol wipes. Yes, I man. take them to work because I got the big canisters. So I take them to work with uh, me in like a Ziploc bag because I wipe down the steering wheel. Everything yeah, I'm going to yeah, be touching yeah. on the bus and shit. I always wipe it down. So I left them at the crib like rushing out. So I'm just like, damn. Poppy store right across the street from my depot. I'm going to run over there and see if they got some wipes or whatever. So I come in. I'm like, mommy, you got some uh some sanitizing wipes, some you know, some cleaning wipes or something? She's like right there. They had the little pack. You know how you like lift up the plastic part mm -hmm. and reseal it? It was a 10 pack of wipes. So I'm like, oh, 10 packs, perfect. Like, I, don't need, I don't need it for the day. I'm like, huh, how much is this? She scanned it. She was like, $8, Bobby. I'm like, $8 for 10 wipes? That's damn near a dollar wipe. I'm like, that don't make no sense. She was like, wait, and I looked at the screen because they got a screen out. It yeah. say quantity four. She accidentally hit quantity four. She said, oh, no, 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 Bobby. Yeah, it's $2. I was like, oh, y'all was getting ready to make the permit. And she was, she was like, what, Bobby? I was like, no. <laughs> Like, whenever oh. some shit don't go right with money, that's my joy now. Like, y'all was getting ready to make the bird, man. Pay the same. <laughs> this motherfucker. Y'all. Oh, I God. wish you could have seen my face when she said $8. I'm $8. like, what? <laughs> and 
I definitely said that shit out loud. Like, y'all was about to make them burn. They didn't see them for free. She was like, what, Pop? I was like, no, no, no. Or if I just give you the white list, $2. But that's my that's my favorite one-liner of the year from this shit, of course. Oh, um, Of course, Glizzy Mania. We just spoke about it. Ridiculous. Glizzy Mania. Taylor had a good time during <laughs> Glizzy Mania. The refrigerator shuffle from the live show. Yes, man. If you was there, when you that shit was everything. Getting the refrigerator out of the cubby was uh, lit. The dust argument. What kind of dust? That gave me an absolute. I, I didn't realize people found it so funny. Because like I was stressed yeah. the fuck out during the whole argument. So it's like, this shit really wasn't that funny to me. Um, you versus Bill Collector. When I listened back to it, I listened to it the other day, and he was like, I want you to know I did this to you. And I was like, yo, you sound like Ron Isley. (laughs) (laughs) That shit definitely sounded like the end of the download video. I'm like, yo, Chad was fucking the fuck out. And then my write-in that people mentioned to me, when Mitch said Hitler was right, Um. (laughs) I forgot all about that. Cause what made it so funny was he was like, yeah, I got banned off of Twitter again. I'm never making another like, Twitter. Mind you, he's on Twitter right yeah. now. He's like, I'm never making another Twitter. He's like, what happened? He's like, I said Hitler was right, and I was like, Mm-mm. <laughs> that Hitler was right. And then you gave him an out. It was like, are you talking about like the 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 bringing everybody together with the propaganda side of it? He was like, no, he was right oh, about it. Right. He was right Try about to shoot him some bell. <laughs> Shooty Zavell. That's the Bill Collector shit. <laughs> the um What one of these are you wrote? In fact, Taylor, you you here every week. What, what's your opinion on this? This I'd like the side pua the most because just because I didn't hear hear the term pua. Yeah. And then it was just that for like 45 minutes. It's crazy, straight. but a lot of people was like, yo, I never heard pua until y'all started saying the yeah, pua. You brought that to the- I'm about to tell you my sh- I gotta give props where they do. My man Jesse, who you who's not even like a street motherfucker, he's none of that. He's like the quintessential good guy at work who does everything right, always has his shirt tucked in, like all that shit. When the dude came up, we was at 33rd and a dolphin. We were on the 49, staying out there, and dude came up. You know, you come up the like through the parkway, like through the back way, coming to 33rd, coming to 33rd Street. The light turned red, and he did two donuts. <laughs> Remember, I tell you, everybody's driving yeah, like these in the yeah. week. He did two donuts at the red light for no reason, and the light turned green, and he took off. My man turned around, was like, "That's that Pua," and, I, <laughs> and ever since that, I lost it. I'm like Pua. <laughs> I, I've never said PUA after that shit. He was like, that's that pool. That's, they acting crazy with that shit. And that's where pool came from. For me, it's damn or pool. Uh, or the dust. Or the Birdman paid the Tina Marie. The Tina Marie shit is hilarious. When you sent me the write up, I just. I put crazy. I'm like, yo, I forgot about that. That shit was so funny, man. It's crazy to think how long 2020 was. Our live show was this year. Yes. Because somebody went out. Because I mentioned to my homie at work, he was like, no, when y'all did that refrigerator shuffle shit at the live show, live show, I was like, well, that was a couple years ago. He's like, no, nigga, it was January. Like, I had four years ago. I had hair. Like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? He's like, nah, nigga, that was January. I'm like, bullshit. He was like, nigga, y'all was supposed to have another show April 3rd. I'm like, of this year? He was like, yes, nigga. I'm like, then I went and looked back through my photos, and yeah. I'm just like, damn, yo. Yeah, 2020 was four years long. I'm like, yo, the live show really was in January, so that was 2020. Yeah. It feels like it was forever ago. Yeah, by this time last year, 
Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the show was January 16th mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Yeah, crazy as fuck. So I, I, when he said I'm just like, damn, that was all within this year. So it's a toss-up, honestly. I like Saipua for the win. I like Saipua. <laughs> and we we freestyled that. We didn't cover Yeah, well, I mean, most of it is freestyle. Yeah. Even, like, to me down, like, the dust argument wasn't like, I didn't really plan. I, ta- I knew I was going to tell yeah, the story, yeah, yeah. but it's just... You know, I don't mean necessarily think I'm telling motherfuckers my life, so it's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? That but, dust thing still bugs you now, which makes it that much fun. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> only because I seen him the other day. <laughs> and he started saying stupid shit about LeBron, and we started, like, halfway going at it. I told you we go at it about every fucking thing. To me, it was damn, like, because we weren't, we knew she was going to say something ridiculous, but I didn't think it was going to be that silly. Right. And she was telling a story about the, the black doctor wanting to clean her stove. And it just, it came out of left field. So it's like, I'm good with Saipua. I'm, I'm good with Saipua, man. Taylor's good with Saipua. Dan's good with Saipua. Vicky's good with Saipua, apparently. Saipua is it. Yeah. Saipua is funny enough. <laughs> to have Saipua is just wild. Like, like that's when you know you trapping like a fool. When you got Saipua going on, that's a wild ass time. Boy, them, they going to be so upset next year, boy. I'll tell you, 21. We're going to get into that when we talk about the best 20. Let's uh, let's knock out the album of the year. Then I we forgot can... about album of the year. Yeah, I, yeah. Yo, no, sir, what threw me off was that. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I just yeah. like, oh, album of the year, not even there. Yeah, we got a sponsor for the album of the year category. Oh, uh, the album of the year category is going to be sponsored by Doug Slim. His new EP, Slim Season, that's S-L-I-M-S-Z-N, is available now on all DSPs as well as Audio Mac and SoundCloud. Be sure to Check out his latest single on set on Sunday. Everywhere music is available. Follow all his socials for more music, content, and giveaways at Doug Slim underscore. That's Doug Slim underscore on Twitter and IG. I was about to say, I feel like I see this name and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. He, he talked to he, us a lot yeah, on, uh, on the socials. Doug Slim, that's my guy. I knew him since 2014. Uh, he has been doing this artist thing for a minute. When I used to do... My uh, showcase night, me and Big Dan, we had our showcase night at After Midnight on Thursdays. Doug Slim used to come through and perform um, pretty much, not every week, but like a good amount of the weeks out of, you know, out of the year. He used to come through and, and do his thing. So definitely um, excited for his project. Um, he wants us to do like a collaboration with him on a future project, like uh, like a TRPE radio host his next project. He talked mm-hmm. to me about that. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, follow Doug Slim at Doug Slim underscore on uh, Twitter and IG and check out Slim Season um, on all DSPs where you can get uh, music as well as Audio Mac and SoundCloud. So, album. You can of take it. The year. I'm going to just run through these real quick. Um, and then we'll, you know, give our highlights from each album. You know, after we go through all the category, all the nominees, uh, future high off life, uh, Mixed reviews on this album, but overall, I think it was a strong album. Had a monstrous single that got like 600 million views on YouTube, shit like that. Life is good. Uh, Lil Baby, My Turn, a lot of people love this album. This was one of the two albums this year that went double platinum. Um, Benny the Butcher, Bird and the Proof, excellent album. This is Benny's actual debut album um, through uh, Griselda and Empire. Uh, From a God to a King, which was Conway's debut album. 
um, who's also part of the Griselda camp. Nas, King's Disease. I think this is a lot of people's pick for album of the year. Pop Smoke, Meet the Woo 2, um, which is his uh, posthumous album that came out after he, uh, his untimely demise earlier this year. Lil Uzi Vert, Eternal Take, which is the other album this year to go double platinum. Um, Megan Thee Stallion, Good News, and Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo, which was uh, executive produced by Alchemist. Oh, you can go ahead and get a clap to little baby. <laughs> go ahead and put a pin in this. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like I Future's album was great. I ain't gonna say great. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Very good. I really liked it's Trillionaire. Like, that's my favorite record. Like as ironically, as much shit as I talk about NBA Youngboy, that's, that's like my that favorite song on the fucking album. So it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, the album was great. He had the feature from Drake. Life is good. The shit was awesome. Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof, fire. Fire. That shit was a very, very good album. My personal favorite from this list is Nas King's Disease. We've already established that. I'm a Nas fan. That's my favorite from, it, from the list, too. But it's it, when you look at Nas King's Disease and compare it to my turn. It didn't do as much. It, it didn't go it, as far. It didn't do as much. It's like comparing the... Trying to think of the right way to put this. Mm. It's like LeBron's season in 2018 with the Cavaliers. That last season where he had 2,000 points, 800 rebounds, 700 rebounds, 800 assists. Yeah. Phenomenal. Should have won MVP. But. The Warriors have Steph Curry, right. Kevin. It's it's just like that's what Little Baby's album was. It was right. the 18 Warriors and Nas King's Disease yeah. was his 18 performance with the Cavaliers. Where it's like, are you winning a chip? No, yeah. but you clearly showed you're the OG. You're the best rapper out there still in a lot of people's eyes. You got a solid production effort from uh boy. I mean uh Hit Boy. Hit boy. He did the whole album. It was great. And but you mixed up the the old. The old head with the young balls, and you did it in a way that right. wasn't messy or sloppy or reaching. Like it made every record made sense. Right, made total sense. But at the end of the day, Lil Baby has a record on his album that went five times platinum. <laughs> he has Whoa on that album. Like people forget you know that Whoa is, is on that album. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he got another record, and we paid that's like four times platinum. You know what, you what I'm saying? It so like, already won an award tonight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, what the hell, man? It, you you sound crazy giving it to anything outside of Little Baby. Uzi Vert's album was decent, excellent album, excellent. And the deluxe was better than the original. The deluxe was crazy. I listened to Meg Thee Stallion's album the other album the other day. Please tell them what you told me. I got a headache. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Like as crazy as, and, and, and I'm gonna be fair and split it down the middle. New rap for the most part is garbage. It pretty much it stinks. All Meg album is I fucked your nigga. You see the Icy Protect, yo nigga bought it. That's all the out every single song. That's what it is. But it's like niggas. Every album on the flip side, every song is I got the chopper. Icy Protect. That's all the shit is. Met music stinks from all different. That's why you can only really get to where it's like, damn, it's only really six or seven good albums for the year. Yeah, no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? For even as much shit as we talk about, like Future and Lil Baby, they occasionally will, like, Lil Baby will haul off and do the bigger picture. Future will haul off and do a Life is Good where it just completely changes up. Exactly. It, it, it just, a lot of these other joints is like, I was just being fair, putting Meg Thee Stallion on there. You know what I'm saying? He wanted some female representation. 
I feel like the female rappers had a great year. That's why I put yeah. it at the end. But you know, for the most part, I you know, I'm good with Baby. I, I, it was be my final three. My three favorite albums of the year was Nas, Uzi, and Baby. And, baby. and it was that. And I they lo- all I, came out around the I same lo- time. I know he would put Future up there. High Off Life was good. I would put it up there. And it, and it sealed his seven times in a row going number one. You yeah, know what exactly. I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I would put Future up there. But, yeah, no. For me, King's Disease is my favorite album of the year. But Lil Baby shit is, yeah. No, let's give it up for Lil Baby. All right, man. We coming to the end. We only got a few more categories, brother. Oh, lifetime finesse. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. That's where I'm at. Yeah, lifetime finesse, man. It's, it's like when <sighs> Trump straight said I didn't lose. Y'all got me fucked up. I saw a report today that said he's still looking for an angle yeah. on how to challenge the election results. Like, yeah. like, he on some shit, like, he in the lab, like, I ain't, I ain't figured it out yet. We gonna vote here amongst us and see who the fucking president is gonna be. He like, listen, Real I ain't quite shit. figured it out yet. Real but tough. when I do, I'm gonna get back to y'all. It'll be between now and December 30th. He's, That's your man. He's sick. <laughs> he's literally sick, man. Trump straight was like, no, I ain't lose shit. They cheated. He might have won, but I didn't lose. If you, I don't know how y'all looking at it, <laughs> but I ain't lose. I got robbed, and they like, yeah, there, there, there are no found reports on that. <laughs> he like, oh, you just saying that because you a Democrat? Hey, I've been a Republican for twenty years. <laughs> Every lawsuit he's lodged got shot down in the preliminary stage. Yeah. Like his nothing progressed. Like he's not even getting picked up. Yeah, right. He like, this is dumb. This is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> And it's crazy because a lot of people, I was I was reading the thing the other day. Were saying a lot of people won't even like basically give him the complete like yo just let that to fuck up because they don't want to seem like they do it while he's in office. So it's like the twentieth when he's going and Biden's in. Yeah. You know what I'm they saying? Gonna go ham on this motherfucker. I've been told that nigga he lost back in November. I don't know why he ain't listening. Trump has been doing this since. Pretty much middle school. Yeah, like his, his whole philosophy, if you've seen the Trump Dynasty documentary, is never admit defeat. If you win, great, you win. If you lose, that shit ain't happen like that. Yeah, you spin it into Somebody a else did some bullshit. That's the reason you lost. Yeah. It's the only way around it. Lifetime finesse, no way around it. When you really get into his casinos shit, the football shit, the fact that he, he rubbed the city. The fact that he went, <laughs> dog, he, this nigga was so ridiculous with his finessing. He was worth $40 million. <laughs> I know what you're about to say. He called Forbes acting as his financial yeah. advisor and said, Mr. Trump is worth way more than $40 million. And we got the numbers to prove it. Just to get a reevaluation of being worth $200 million yeah. and then going to the bank with Forbes article. Like, like, I'm, I'm Forbes. worth 200 Y'all can give me that loan for me. <laughs> like, then call back the next year yo. and say, yo, because we got so-and-so. So he's worth at least $400 million, at least 400 Trump is crazy. He finessed all the way up to like the top eight on the list. The bull was on the joint saying how when he figured out what Trump was doing, he wrote an article about the shit and Trump sued him for slander. <laughs> and they, he said he got a, a call, was like, Donald Trump wants to meet with you. You need to come to the Trump Towers. So he was like, I took the meeting. Okay, yeah. cool. He's like, I get up there. He's like this big, you know, he's like, you don't realize how tall Trump is because Trump's like 6'3", 6'4". Oh, shit. So he was like, yeah, Trump comes out. He's like, he's towering, the big hair, all this shit. Okay. He brings me to the office and was like, yeah, look, uh... I'll drop the lawsuit. 
you retract all of that and you you work here. And he was like, I took the job. Like, and it was like, Trump, like, yeah, you figured this shit out, man. I can't have you on the streets. Get your ass in here. But it's like, yo, that, you talking to more people? Yeah, that shit. Trump basically sued him just to get his attention, to bring Damn. him in and talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Lifetime finesse, dog. Yo, he's crazy. Yeah. He's smart. Don't get it fucked up. He's a genius. He's it's, smart to a fault. I, I mean, like, he's so he he's figured out the in like the in betweens of life and manipulation and that like, gray area. That gray area. Yeah. He lives in the gray area. Yeah, it's wild. But he uh definitely lifetime finesse, man. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Finesse of our lifetimes goes to Donald I'm Trump. I'm not gonna miss him as president, but I'm gonna miss his antics. The antics shit, yeah, hell yeah, you can always because the antics were great. I wonder what he Joey, should get like a media correspondent job. I wonder what Joe is planning. You know what I'm saying? Like they might have to rumble on the White House lawn to get Trump out of office. <laughs> I ain't leaving. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I leaving. ain't leaving. Um, this one's on a sadder note. Uh, Kobe Bryant and Chadwick Boseman passed away this year, and somebody the other day was like, "Which one do you think hit harder?" And I'm like, "I mean, you can't really." Compare the death. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, that death was real. Over. Like, it, it don't, it don't work like that. The um, the Chadwick Boseman joint for me was a little bit more like, just because I we all made jokes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the jokes kind of flew when they saw the pictures of him, like real small and you know everything, and it was just like. Then you got the back end, and you like, ain't no cash in this back. Yeah, like, it's when you just like, uh. And it, it made you like, that kind of started my social media, like, I don't even know if I'm a part of this bullshit no more. Because it's just, it's going somewhere else. It's gotten to the point now where it's just like, and don't get it fucked up. We saw it in Kobe's death. Motherfuckers was posting the hel- helicopter crashes that weren't really his helicopter. They and killed Rick Fox in that. They Remember killed that? Rick Fox. They killed all the daughters. It, it, was, it was bizarre. So it's just like... Looking back at the Chadwick Boseman situation, it's just like, damn, yo, like, dude kept it going. You know what I mean? Like, he kept filming and kept doing, like, he never stopped. He he literally never once was like, yo, I got this disease. You know, I'm sick. I'm dealing with X, Y, Z. You know, I need time off. I need, to the point where, like, his, they, they were saying how, like, people he worked with didn't even know. Right. You know, and, you know, they made their assumptions, and shit, but it was just like, no, nah, that really ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. You know, so the Chadwick Boseman joint definitely like bothered me as much as the the Kobe shit was like, huh? Like, and it's crazy because I was looking at a video the other day. Somebody played his speech on Facebook, his Hall of Fame speech, yeah. not his Hall of Fame, his uh reti- Jersey retirement speech, and it was just like, yeah, Kobe not supposed to be dead, yo. No, not at all. Like Kobe was supposed to be, you know, part owner of the Lakers, and th- like th- that was that. You know, what I'm saying like he was developing his companies. He, uh, if nothing he, he else, won you an Oscar. <laughs> if nothing else, Kobe was supposed to like really, really try to bring female basketball right. to that next level. Where you know what I mean, like just rejuvenating everything about the sport and the league and everything. And it's just like, damn, yo, like. Kobe going. Yeah. We were sick. I was physically ill. Yeah. Like, I was sick. For days. Like, it was fucked up. So, definitely rest in peace to Kobe. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Um, You know, rest in peace to all the rappers who died. It's too many to name. Pop Smoke, Mo3. Um, Von. Von. Uh, who else? I'm drawing blanks. It was a lot... 
It was a lot. Uh, John Thompson died this year. Coach of uh, Georgetown. Oh, yeah. John Thompson. Yeah. Right. Felt like it was three years ago, right? Yeah. The, um... I saw the thing the other day. It was like, uh... Damn, Huey, I forgot Huey died this year. Sean Connery died this year. There's a lot of people. Because I saw the magazine the other day where it had like all the, the famous people who passed away this year. Tiny Lister. Tiny Lister. Yeah. Like uh, Natalie DeSell Reed from uh, BAPS. And, uh, yeah, she passed away last week. Player. She passed away last week. Did they say what it was? COVID complications. Was it COVID? Hmm. Or, oh, it might have been colon cancer. I think you're right. Colon cancer. I'm sorry. I thought you said COVID cancer no, too. Like, oh man, we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, uh, Fred, 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 God, I'm like, oh, there's some new shit. Yeah, Fred, the Godson died this year. FBG, he died from, FBG, co- from COVID. FBG Duck was killed this year. Um, who else? Um, Malik B from the Roots passed away this year. Um, Fifth War Weeby was a, a bounce music legend. Uh, Pop Smoke. Um, uh, the girl China from Philly, she uh, had an accidental drug overdose. Oh yeah. Um, Huey had the pop lock and drop it record. Um, Damn, he died. Yeah, he, died? he was shot and killed. The pop lock and drop it, that boy. Yeah. Wow. This was uh, June twenty fifth. Gunshot wound. Damn, I miss everything. Yeah, this shit crazy. Uh, Lil Marlo from uh, QC got murdered in Atlanta uh, on May first. No, I'm sorry. On uh, July 11th, his birthday was May 1st. Who did the Huey guy mess with? He was with uh, Toya's first, Toya's second husband. Uh, what the fuck is his name? <clears throat> Ridiculous ass ball from <laughs> the reality show. Uh, Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, that was Memphis. the producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. FBG Duck, Vaughn, Mo3. Like, it's been a crazy, crazy year, man. And these is just, you know, pretty much people in hip-hop and, you know, actors and things like that. Like, it's been a crazy 2020, man. Yeah, the kid Nick Blicky from uh, New York. Like, a bunch of people, man. I don't think John Singleton was. Who was John Singleton? Oh, uh, oh, the director. director. Yeah. I'm thinking of the dad from Friday. Uh, that's a Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Yeah, John John Singleton died 2019. Yeah, I, I didn't think that was this year. But yeah, man, RIP to everyone who uh, passed away untimely yeah, this year. At, at the end of the day, if you made it through this year, you know, you still got, you know, your health, a little bit of poor. You know what I'm saying? You really can't be upset. Because you know what's crazy is? And we're going to go right into this one with the shit. Oh, this award is named after you, Taylor. It's the shake in my head, Taylor, whatever Taylor's last name is. Um, <laughs> you know how they be like the Susan B. Anthony Courage Award <laughs> or the Charles S. Dutton Sanitation Award? This is the Taylor, whatever Taylor's last name is, shake in my head award. Because that's what I noted out. All he does is shake his head. <laughs> um, and this award goes to the United States for completely botching COVID-19. I listened to our episode that we did with uh, Uncensored. Yeah. Shout out to Slap, shout out to Kyra, shout out to Juan. I love Juan's voice. Juan's voice is crazy. It's fucking, it's like a weather woman. You know what I'm saying? The show we did with them, I listened to that the other day in the gym. We did that show practically at the beginning of COVID at like April, when like the first shutdown shit really yeah. popped, like April, May. When we did that show with them, do you know how many people had died in the United States from COVID? 
Uh, probably like. 30,000. 48. 48,000. Remember, it was 37 in Washington State? Yeah. And on that show in, like, May, we were talking about how crazy it was that 50 people died in America. Yeah. We're right now at 302,000. Crazy, dog. So from from May to December. You see what I'm saying? 300,000 people. 300,000 people checked in seven months. Yeah, that's... Like, you're ripping off 40,000 deaths a month. Yeah. I told you I seen that thing out there. It was like two thousand people a day in some cases. Yeah, it's crazy. Like these COVID-related deaths have now jumped up into some of the deadliest days in U.S. Deadliest history. days in U.S. history, man. So it's like, yeah, no, the 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 shaking my head award this year is no even for the for, for nominees for none of. Yeah. I'm like the USA with Corona. I mean, the know, crazy part was we knew it was coming. We had a shot. Yeah, we had an honest legit, and that's kind of what backdoors me into like Pfizer. For na- I feel like all of this shit just works hand in hand. And that audio recording of Trump like a month before COVID actually came over here, he was like, "No, this is going to be really bad." And yeah, then, you know, didn't act on like, it. Yeah. about it. Right. So it's like, it's like all- we got the primaries coming up. I ain't got time for this COVID shit. <laughs> like all of it just plays in to to one another and it's just like damn yo like we knew it was coming we had a shot to make it right we fucked it up then you look up and it's like yo the people that are dying are our elders you know uh, people who have you know issues with prior pre-existing conditions and everything and they're just falling apart because you know the body just can't take it yeah close friend of mine um grandmother just passed from uh covid last friday it's and crazy. it was literally one of them situations where it's just like, you know, she's a resilient lady, been, you know, sick before, had knee replacement, hip replacement, all of that, bounced back from everything better than ever. And it's just this one thing she just couldn't handle, and it ended up taking her out, man. It's crazy. Get me a knee replacement. Like, I don't know if that's elective. <laughs> elective? You know how, like, people go get, like, their asses done and yeah, shit? Yeah. I want to get, get a new knee. My left, my left knee be aching like shit. <laughs> I want to need bad than a motherfucker, man. But uh, yeah, definitely the shake of my head shit for this year. Yeah, is, the USA gets that award hands it, down. It, they they just completely botched. You had a head start. You had all the information. It was ridiculous. You had so. people like coming to you like, yo, I was just in so and so. This shit is going crazy over there. Yo, I was just in Italy. It's going crazy. I was just in Israel. It's going da da da. You got to get a handle on this because and they like like. Mm, mm. Primaries, <laughs> like, yeah, we not worried about that. Fuck all this shit. We we not on that. We off of that. We not fucking with that. And it went from that to flat out panic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. Uh, I guess shout out to the USA for botching COVID <laughs> the, the way that they the did. Credit you deserve for being yeah. total dickheads. Um, we got one last. We category, got one last man. category. We got left, one last baby. category. We got the MVP. Who won? Who had the best 2020? 2020. All right. Six people on this. I added one. Oh, you added one. Okay. I told you I was in that line. I said, no, nah, they, they got to go on this motherfucker, man. <laughs> uh, Going to start this list off with LeBron James. Yes. We can go into these people after we run down the list and what they did and what's going on. Uh, number two nominee on this is female rappers. As a unit. As a unit. Female Even rappers. Even they all hate each other. Right. Would nominate y'all as a unit. Uh, number three is the PUA ballers. Everybody oh, man, who beat. everybody who balled with some PUA. I have a I have a trick up my sleeve or ace in the <laughs> hole as to why PUA ballers can be beat. Uh, number four is Lil Baby. We explained that earlier. Yes. Number five is our friend, our brother, uh, to the show here, 
Been up here more times than anybody. Yes. Pastor Carl Day. Been on MSNBC, CBS News, Everything. CNN, talk to the president, the whole nine. And then the write-in that I put in while I was waiting at Chick-fil-A for all our food. <laughs> Fast food and drive throughs oh, as all they're making more money than they I, they have to be. Business Because every drive through line is in the street. I have a friend of mine who does uh security nationally for Live Nation. He used to do security for Vanity Grand, shit like that. And he talked to the owner of Sardi's. I remember you saying this Back shit. in the summertime. And he literally said their business was up like 500%. Like, he's like, yo, we're, like, we damn near can't keep up with the orders. We have so many. Anybody who's selling up. food, drive through, pick up, to, it, the, it, it's crazy. You would almost think people just aren't cooking. That's how it seems. Because every drive through I don't give a fuck where you at in the city. Popeyes, McDonald's, Burger King, nigga, Hardee's. It don't matter where the fuck. Arby's. You, but nigga, Arthur Streetchers, nigga, anywhere you can find them selling some fucking takeout fast food, the line is wrapped. The Chick-fil-A line over here, just swear to God. Mind you, they got like 20 curbside spots. We pull up, sit in the curbside spot. The drive through line is around the building and going over to the Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm just like... <laughs> What's next? <laughs> How and why? Yeah. What the fuck is this? And it don't matter. Pop, I, I do the 27 every day. You go down Broad and Carpenter, the Popeyes and the McDonald's, you got to get in the left lane because this is the Popeyes, this is McDonald's. The drive the drive through traffic is in Broad Street every fucking day. It, do, it, it, it doesn't make sense. That's nuts. And the crazy part is you can go into the, all these places in order. It's insanity. So it's like, yeah, I saw that shit, and I'm like, yeah, they, I know they're making money. <laughs> yeah. The workers is probably overworked like a motherfucker. Yeah, they probably shit. fucking got mandatory overtime now. You know what I, real quick, before we get into breaking these downs, I saw this, and I had to talk about it, because I ordered something, and it's not here yet. I ordered it on December 2nd. Of course, this idiot sends it USPS. So you know where we're at. I don't know if y'all from y'all know, but like everything in post office is just fucked up. So I saw a post on Twitter, If everybody listening. USPS is completely backed up. All the COVID, yes, all, they're like short-staffed at all the centers. The fulfill, they're not scanning in no package. They're not scanning in nothing. My package still says Birmingham, Alabama. I ordered it on December 2nd. You know what I'm saying? still down there. So I saw this post. On, on, it is just how ridiculous the internet <laughs> could be. I know what it is. I've been at USPS for about 25 years now. I've never seen anything like this. I usually have 50 to 120 packages a day to deliver. I start at 7 and I finish around 3.30. Um, depending on the amount of ma mail and how many boxes. So I still start at 7 a.m., but I get done between 5.30 and 7 p.m. They fill my truck with packages. Today I had 249. Other employees delivered 50 more. I have almost 600 mailboxes that I deliver to, so half the people got a package. This is unprecedented. We are doing our best. Carriers are working their asses off. Some carriers are even working on Sunday. We're tired. We're trying to... So please... Excuse me. Please understand and try to be kind. Leave your porch light on if you're expecting a package and it's dark. Keep the dog away from the house until we're gone. Open the garage door. Don't block mailboxes with trash cans or vehicles. Help us help you. It's dangerous delivering mail in the dark. Hopefully we can all get through this safely. The first comment I saw was, you had time to write all this and I ain't get my package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, dog. <laughs> I'm like, yo, America's ridiculous, man. <laughs> Yeah, but time to write all this. But it, it's the thing. it's the truth. It's like yo, everything when it comes to anything right now, it just seems like it's just jammed up. So that yeah. make, that Chick Fil A shit made me put them on the list. Now, when we get into the minutia of this list, 
I look at Pastor Carl, and I'm just like, damn, Carl had a great year. Amazing year. Argued with Trump, made papers, every tele. He was on Como. He was on Don Lemon. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. We got a partnership with Van Jones. They're doing different initiatives in the city and then in other areas. He has other pastors adopting his, like, philosophies on how they can be more involved in the community and helping people, you know, that need it the most. So he definitely, like, had a banner year 2020. Definitely. Definitely. Like, you got to... Carl even said, Carl was like, it's going to be hard for me to beat them PUA ballers. <laughs> but, like I said, my 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 ace in the, in, the, in the sleeve, like Carl mentioned, Carl said, damn, it's going to be hard for me to beat them PUA ballers, but they all going to jail next year. I'm like, ah. <laughs> you got a point. PUA ballers have to go on there. I, I look at it like if the PUA ballers do win this award, it's like Giannis winning the MVP. It's a hollow victory. Because you know he's not winning a chip. And you know they're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like, you know y'all not about to just defraud the government and just run off scot-free. Yeah. Scot-free. It's not happening. There was literally people that are, like, one person removed from me that made quarter million dollars. Yes. Between doing their PUA, doing other people's shit, side pool, side pool is what really got people. Yes, yeah, it's like it's like, it's like, it's, it's like having it a is, job and, and then having a side hustle. And here it is now, December. You 21st. work your nine to five to fund the dream. <laughs> they, they are dead crack. Like they, they are looking for. They're trying to borrow forty dollars. I can believe and they it. Had a quarter milli less than six months ago, like shit, like that is what was going on with people. Because no matter how much money a motherfucker make, if you don't teach them how to manage their bread, it doesn't matter. Like, they're just going to buy nonsense with it. They're just going to buy more of the dumb shit that they've been buying or more of the dumb shit that they've been wanting. And then this is what it is. And they literally gave us all of this money, and motherfuckers gave that shit right back. They gave yes. it to the airlines. They gave it to Jamaica. They gave it to Atlanta, Vegas, Miami. Neiman's. Neiman's. Nordstrom's. Saks. Like unprecedented. Like sack. I called my homegirl that works at Neiman. She was like, "Matt, there's because I wanted to get her some shoes." There's nothing. She's like, "There's nothing here." I was like, "What do you mean nothing?" She was like, "Like hello, 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 like nothing." nothing. She's like, "It's empty." She's like, "Matt, they bought all the ugly shit. We never sell the ugly shit. Like the ugly shit goes back." <laughs> she said, "They bought the ugly shit," and I'm just like, "Damn, that's crazy." Like so, yeah, no, they was they was turning it up. Only cool shit they did was I think a lot of niggas bought like they winter shit in the summertime, so at least they got like winter coats, oh, <laughs> and yeah. shit like that. Because they ran out of summer shit to buy after yeah. a while. Like once you start getting into August and September, like the summer shit is like out the window. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully y'all was smart enough to buy y'all a little Montclair, a little Dior puffer, some shit like that. See you know what I'm saying? Because it's it been cold the last couple of days. Little Canada goose. Yeah. Uh. Did we mention little baby? We uh, as far as his stats and all that. As far no, as the we year, didn't. okay, no. no. Um, he's having the best year for any rapper. Yeah. Um, James Harden bought him a, a Richard Milley. Yep. <laughs> best tweet I see was uh, it was like James Harden looking at what's little baby's chick? Oh, Jada. James Harden looking at Jada after he gave little baby a. Uh, a, a watch and a Rolls Royce. You ever see the shit with a cheerleader and she's like, Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the sassy cheerleader. <laughs> my favorite, I, I fell out my favorite James Harden tweet of the last week was James Harden re reports. James Harden says he was working out in Atlanta and Vegas the whole uh, time he was away from the Rockets and they was like, These is trainers. And it was a picture of 42 Doug, little baby, and Rollo Rodriguez. <laughs> 
He was in a press <laughs> conference. And the the the, uh, the guy, media guy was like, yo, why were you not here with Houston? He was like, I was doing some private training. He's like, private training? I saw you a little baby. He was like, well, you don't train 24-7. But, like, <laughs> I was like, I, mean, I hear you, but like, like James Harden is silly as shit. But yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right, you're right. <laughs> but a big beer and a big stomach and shit. I'm like, yo, heart and crazy as fuck. But Lil Baby had a phenomenal year, went double platinum, put out the best album of the year. Got the number one song on Apple Music right now. Which one is that? Uh, no, not everybody. The other one. The other Johnny released the one uh, talking about put the stickers in your business. Oh, okay, I did hear it. Yeah. That John. He had Whoa, which was a smash. Bigger Picture, which was a smash. Uh, it was a 42 Doug uh, we, paid. we Paid Which was yeah. a smash He's on the remix The Life Is Good Like it's like the thing now that When you have the remix Go get The Baby And the, the Baby, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying Best of both worlds I guess You know what I mean Best of both babies Yeah best of both babies And it's just like Yeah no Little Baby had a phenomenal year He's in some nonsense again With the whole Jada situation <laughs> Apparently That's like his thing that though They get caught cheating Every week I was about to say That's like that, Yeah they, they're, they're wild You know what I mean uh, Female rappers and I, somebody hit me was like, what you mean female rappers? I'm like, you look at Cardi. She's like, she's making like $25 million a year now and yeah. doing nothing. Like, yeah. she did really nothing <laughs> this year. Just being Cardi B was worth yeah. $25 million yeah, this year. Sure. Meg Thee Stallion came back from the whole shooting bullshit, dropped another number one album, yeah. and then has another fucking Instagram, TikTok, that body, yada, 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 yada. That shit is every fucking where. Now... And she got a fucking Revlon deal. She she's never seen a, a um. What's the cheap shit all the chicks like wearing? Oh, fashion over. She's never seen a fashion over outfit. She doesn't <laughs> like. You know we ain't gonna trip off of that. She don't be dressed that great, but she looks great. Yeah. Um. And but she look. And the thing about her, she looked even better with no makeup. Yeah, like, I, yo, like, I love her when she's just regular. Just that face. video when she was talking to the camera about yeah. Tori, she looked phenomenal to me. She's an actual really yeah, pretty I know she girl. She was going through some trauma, but I was horny watching that video. <laughs> <laughs> Shit got real. She's having a phenomenal year. The um, JT is having a phenomenal year. Her glow up has been a uh, fucking nice to watch. Yeah. Um, what other female rappers am I thinking about? Uh, Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Um, it's two more. Damn, they're like right there. Um, I just was looking at the girl page. Oh, that, Saweetie. Saweetie with Quavo and the heavy set girl. The um, be rapping her ass off. Oh yeah, off. The one that gets super duper rap. She did the crazy tiny dust. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like female rappers been putting the fuck on this year. Whether it's looking good, putting out dope shit, yeah. fucking all kinds of. Cross promotion situations, fucking uh, Rihanna deals, and just everything mm-hmm. you can fucking name. They've just been. And Mulatto, too. Mulatto. I, yo, yo, I gotta tell this story. She's the internet's new favorite villain. The McDonald's, I'm not gonna say where it's at because I don't wanna get them in no shit. But you know, McDonald's is, I don't know if you've been in them lately in the hoods. No. They're very ghetto. So the other. <laughs> yeah. The one in Roxborough is pretty ghetto, too, and I just went through the drive through. Listen. I had to go to the bathroom the other day, park the bus, I go into McDonald's. Now, I walk into the McDonald's. The first thing I notice, no one has a uniform. Like, So they just in there with street clothes on. The two girls at the cash registers, one has on a Milano shirt, the other one has on a... 
the the what's the the half face? It's like uh, it's a street Philly street brand. It's like a woman's face. Oh, man, it looks like a, like an Indian. Memory. I think that's it. Maybe. Yeah. She got on that. The other girl got on a Milano shirt. The guy on fries has on like a puffer. <laughs> like he's on like a bubble coat and like. You got to go back in the freezer to get the fries. It's he's cold, got so on a he's got on like a puffer and a hoodie. <laughs> the guy back there on sandwiches, he's on a dicky set. <laughs> so I'm just like, no one has like a fucking uniform on. So I noticed that when I step into like the. The foyer, I guess, if you will. Yeah. And yeah, you come through the first door and you're in the little thing that you come into. The, so I come into the actual lobby, like the actual dining area of the McDonald's. You can't sit down or nothing. Yeah. But I come in. That's when the music hits me. They're playing. Mulatto has a song with Gucci over the old oh, yeah, freaky, freaky girl. Freaky girl beat. That's playing loud as <laughs> shit in their, in their. And I'm looking around like it's kids in here. It's people waiting for their food. I'm just like. What the fuck? Yeah, somebody hooked their shit up to the Bluetooth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Me patch into the PA system. So I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I use the bathroom, wash my hands. As I'm walking out, I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't bring a fork. I be taking these salads to work. Yeah. I forgot to bring, because you know them salads, they be having the little, yeah. the little miniature fork. Them Jones ain't no good when you try to mix a salad. So I always bring a big fork. Okay. I'm like, damn, I left my fork. Let me get a fork while I'm in here. So it's a line. It's about three people in line. I'm not rude or ignorant. Yeah. I stand in the line. So they taking orders, taking orders. Finally, I get up to the line. The girl is like, what's up? And I'm like, are you ready? For, for, you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't like a, can I, you yeah. know, can I help you? Not? So I'm like, yeah, I just needed a fork. And she was like, why are you standing in line for a fork? And I'm like, I just didn't want to bust in front of people or be loud. Yeah, screaming. That matters. I don't know. I'm not in a rush. The fuck? You know what I'm saying? There's nobody out here. You know what I'm saying? So she was like. You ain't even get nothing. What you you just you, what you just want a fork? And I'm like, what do you think I'm about to play Craxies with somebody else? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I need a fork. Fucking Craxies. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what does it matter? If I, I'm like, can I? You know, normally them shits be they out, out yeah, but they got all of that shit yeah. like close. So I'm just like, I just need a fork. And she was like, I give you a fork. What you gonna do for me? And I'm like, I don't know how this negotiation is supposed to go. I'm like, all right. Look, first off, blackmail is a felony. You know what I'm saying? Like first and foremost. Second, I don't know what do you, what do y'all charge? Do y'all charge for forks or anything like? And now I'm like starting to get a little frustrated. So I'm like, I'm about to just walk over to Sprouts, which is the farmers market. So I'm like, I know they'll give me. A fork. I, they'll give me forks. I know this. So I'm just like, yo. She was a free ride. That, so Pete, she was like, I give you a fork. You gonna let me on a bus for free? I'm like. Honestly, anybody can get on a bus for free. I, 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 I really don't care. I just need a fork. She's like, but you got to agree to give me a ride. So I'm like, okay, where where is the McManager? Because hey, this is just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because I'm starting to get like irritated. I'm like, where is the fucking person in charge? The chick come around. The manager comes around yeah. now. She white, but it's one of those white women where you can tell she only fuck with black guys because she got like the streaky blonde yeah, hair yeah. with like eight earrings and a neck tat. You know what she I'm like, saying? I'm not gonna get nowhere with this. So she was like, "Yeah, you heard her. She said she need a ride on the bus." <laughs> uh, she was like, "I need one too," and I'm like. Okay, whatever. Y'all can all get on the fucking bus. Can I just I? need a fork. I'm like, I just need the fork. And she was like, you know fork's supposed to be for customers, though. And I'm like, yo, real shit. Is Ronald McDonald still affiliated <laughs> with McDonald's? Or did he, like, sell the business? Because I'm like, y'all ain't here fucking tripping right now. And I started to walk out. She was like, I'm just messing with you. Take your little fork. <laughs> 
Dog. That was a ridiculous little five minutes of the day at that fucking McDonald's. I don't know how we got there. It's Ronald McDonald's still Dog, I'm like, what the fuck is going over? And I just want a fork. So this shit went on for like a good five, ten minutes, dog. Me trying to get a fork out of McDonald's the other day. The, um... We got there because they were playing Mulatto in the McDonald's. That's what made me think about it. Shout out to Mulatto. They was playing. I didn't even know Mulatto and Gucci had a song yeah. that they over the Gucci old freaky girl joint. And then the other person who had the best uh, twenty twenty, LeBron James, yes. came back from the groin injury and the Lakers not making the playoffs. Won the championship in the bubble. Got an extension, forty million a year for two more years. Got AD a max extension. Lakers look like on paper they're just as good, if not better, as they are yeah. going into next year. And LeBron doesn't seem to be slowing down, man. So as much as people hate him, it's like, yo, he got fucking Rich Paul destroying it over here. He got Maverick Card over here destroying it. Everything he does, he makes more money than what he was gonna make if he did this and got did AD that. He paid. He got KCP paid. We was talking about it yesterday, me and Jules. Uh, he had a situation where he was with McDonald's and he couldn't endorse no other food while he was with McDonald's. Okay. He invested into the pizza joint. Blaze. Blaze. He invested into that, got out of his McDonald's partnership, said he made three more times the money he would have made with the McDonald's <laughs> partnership investing in the Blaze. Right. Like, LeBron just don't lose. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Who you got for who had the best 2020? Ah. Uh. For some reason, I want to give it to the female rappers. I don't know what that reason is. Probably. I'm going to keep it a being with you. When you look at the way that they've like just... They flipped the game upside down. They flipped the game upside down. Here's my thing. When it comes to the PUA ballers and why I want to give it to them... <laughs> Because I know that this award on December, what is the day? The 19th, 20th, 21st? This is like their last hoorah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to acknowledge them before history watches them like, all the face Like, there. you know, like, um. No, they're giving them an extension. Like, it's going to, but but you know, like, February, AP, after poor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know shit is going to be mad different next year. I'm good with either one. Taylor. Yeah, uh, next year's not going to be good for the pool people. <laughs> it's got to be them. I'm not I'm totally not against the pool ballers. It's just I don't know. I'm just like maybe the, maybe I think it's the horny factor is just leading like Carl to had the a, female Carl, rappers. Carl man. had a great year. Lil Baby had a Carl great had year. Carl had a phenomenal year. LeBron had a great year. But Pua ballers in like Pua encapsulates 2020 better than Pua ballers in uh what they say on janky promoters um in conjunction <laughs> like, like Pua ballers together you cannot stop them you know what I'm saying they're unstoppable <laughs> niggas was like finessing Pua on like Monday afternoon and then like some new shit pop and they was going to loot and riot Monday right. night. Listen, like, think about how crazy that is. Nigga pulled up on my homegirl. We should have put looters and rioters nigga, on the nigga list, Nigga pulled too. up on my homegirl. Skirt, skirt, pull up. Damn, baby, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need a new bag. It counted out 2,800 and spun off. Didn't even ask for the number or nothing. He just left. Wow. He just, he just, drove, the, he just drove the fuck off. Are there any poor bitches out there? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like you need some chunky donkeys. Yeah, man. Like, God damn. 2,800 spun off. 
That's scary. Yeah, niggas was tripping. I know he want that twenty eight back. <laughs> Wherever he at right now, I know he wanted. He'd take the eight back. Damn, you got the eight for me. I take that. <laughs> Hashtag Gucci bag. Let's see what the fuck pop up right now. Like, damn. My man, you know uh, Nick fucking Sachi. His little nephew that's 17 got a rollie because his man just bought it for him. I remember you told me. Yeah. They in the jewelry store. He like, oh, we getting so, 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 so. You want something? He like, oh, I like this one. How much is it? 4000 And counted out four racks and gave it to him. Niggas was spending money like it was going out of style. And it did. <laughs> and Dog. it did, and they did. <laughs> My man Moore was telling me it was like his little cousins. They was like never like fresh niggas. Like, you know how motherfuckers, you know how like me, I'm a sneaker nigga. I'm not like a designer nigga. Right. But like, you know the difference in like that shit. Uh, and he was saying how literally like his cut, like it was like, uh, like how everybody thought they was getting superpowers tonight. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm, can you explain what that was? So the superpower shit is this. Some girl tweeted some chick with her third eye way too open. Mm. Like two, three weeks ago tweeted on the 21st, we going to get our superpowers and we're going to break free from this from the shackles of oppression. And <laughs> and we're going to we going to uproot ourselves from these white people and show them who's boss. And the shit went viral. Now and, my that makes just, total sense. and my fucker just took it and ran with it. So now leading up to the 21st, it'd be all these my powers, my powers, my powers. But it started from one tweet. Like I one saw weird the, ass I shit. saw the girl was like my new leader on the 21st, it was Dr. Umar in the Zordon case from Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to understand this shit. Now that makes total sense. And it was one it was one tweet that started this whole But everybody was supposed to get superpowers tonight. Yeah, my power, last my night. powers is on the fritz. Yeah. Only thing that changed is I can look at a chick and tell that her ass stink a little bit. Somebody, That's the only new power. Somebody that I got. on Twitter was like, um, when y'all see me in Chick-fil-A on Sunday, don't question it bitch my powers is up <laughs> <laughs> I really was confused Another great tweet I seen was um I wish y'all stop fucking talking about these superpowers and somebody was like nobody Batman <laughs> Nothing beats Batman. Yo, Batman not having superpowers is always one of the greatest tragedies ever. (laughs) He's like, why you call yourself Batman if you can't fly? He's like, it's just a nickname, man. All right, we got our subject again. Uh, The best 2020. Pool ballers. It has to be pool ballers, Taylor. It's no way around it. As, I, I ain't gonna hold you I wanted to give it to Carl I wanted to give it to Lil Baby too I wanted to give it to Carl bad But it's just Carl even said it Like I can't Not <laughs> nah. In conjunction Y'all tripping <laughs> Them running wild together Though, Like Niggas was going to Miami 17 times like, Yo How much Miami Can one group of niggas digest Yo Vegas Atlanta what? I looked up and I saw this one. I knew it this was niggas in Atlanta right now. When I saw niggas in fucking uh, Tempe, Arizona, I'm like, y'all doing anything? No, niggas definitely with the niggas Arizona. Was in the that. next week, they was like, COVID has yeah. hit Arizona at record rates. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to Flagstaff, right? Like niggas was just going anywhere that was open. Yo, anything that was open, Duh. niggas was there. Niggas went to Chicago this summer, all no. type of shit. I'm like, oh, you gonna smoke like that? No. Playing a lot of games. Yeah. Poor ballers, just I. 
I don't know if we're going to ever see anything like it again. No, we're not. It just, that little, that little four-month stretch from, like, June, July, August, September. Yeah, because if you got your, if you, if you had your, if you had your pool before uh, June, you was an early adopter yeah. at that point. Some motherfuckers had it in March. You was Christopher Columbus. Yeah, they, some motherfuckers had it in March, but at that point, you wouldn't have gotten no back money. Right. You would have just been getting your weekly bread or whatever. Right. So. You'd have had that normal. Exactly. So the other motherfuckers that. You got your shit in June, July, and you got the dub yeah. in the mail. Man, that shit was like Christmas. Yeah. Christmas in July, play ball. Yeah. I told you, I seen one of my uh my um dirty constituents from my neighborhood. <laughs> and he um he just, you know, perennial dirty dirty nigga. You know what I'm saying? Not like on some bad shit, but just yeah. it's just part of his his aesthetic. Yeah. Exactly. Like how Paul Bearer carried an urn. Right. It's, it's just, just who you are. He's just a little grimy. You know what I'm saying? And I saw him with the blue Yeezys, and I was like, this is how I know what the fuck is going on. Man, I on. saw so many player fucking blue 700s, V3s. I had to get rid of them, John. I said, yeah, this, this they, you see, I didn't they, was the, they was the second air pools. They was the second. Yo, they was, they was right there. They was the second air pools, man. You, you could tell how much pool motherfuckers got by what, if it was the Dior Chucks or the 700s. Like you got a mini pool. If you, you got, got a, a, you a had, mini pool. You had the V3s. the <laughs> <laughs> the mini pool niggas had the V3. Mini pool is funny as shit. Anything pool is fucking hilarious. Mini pool. <laughs> that's, that's real shit though. Mini pool niggas definitely had the 700 Blue Jones. Uh-huh. I hate. I didn't even put them on sneaker day. I hate them. I hate the look of them. Yeah, I, hate I sold them. mine. They about to bring because I love the Quantums. They about to bring out a blue Quantum, and I'm sitting there like, I don't yeah, know if I'm. Know. I don't know if I'm doing this like. Uh, it's been a phenomenal year. Yeah, it's a crazy year, up, down, and around. Um, you know, some wins, some losses, uh, some ties. <laughs> like I said, though, man, if you're alive, you're doing good. Count your blessings, man. Three hundred and two thousand people died. There from are COVID there this are year. there are a lot of people who uh didn't make it this year. A lot of people who lost their jobs. A lot of people, and that's that's the one thing I like is when people tell me y'all get me through my job or y'all get me through my yeah. death. That's where I would be like, damn. My homie Jay hit me up all the time, be like, yo, where y'all new episode at, nigga? I, I'm about to make this New York run. I need I need y'all for the run. And I'd be like, I want to do more shows a week. Yeah, you know, we need funding. That's what we need. We definitely need funding. If I'm y'all not wanna, paying for this if shit. Y'all want to y'all want to support the show? Go to paypal.me backslash trpe. Y'all can give donations there. Y'all can hit me up, hit Matt up. Y'all can send us cash apps, uh, whatever. We're gonna be definitely, um, you know, trying to push out more content. But you know, till this deal come, we need y'all support, man. Jules said I, I'm I'm gonna sponsor a show sooner or later. He wants. He was mentioning getting a truck with his like. With like a digital billboard on it, okay. About him being home in America, and I was just—I like, don't, don't know if he's being serious or what. Fucking jewels. We—he we, had me in every mall in the city in the last couple of days. That nigga, man, he just—he's a special case. On go. He's a special case. I love him, man. Yeah, the mall open. We got to get there. You know what I'm saying? And he, one of them niggas, were like, he influences bad decisions. Like me, I got a coat. I actually got two coats. Yeah. But I tried on a coat the other day and I went and put it back on the rack. He's like, what you put it back for? That shit fit. Why are you not getting it? I'm just like, all right. Like, <laughs> it, was, all right. it was just so aggressive. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> like, like, real shit. So it's like, yeah, that's my man, though. He uh he home. He went down south. He'd be back up here. I'm actually going down south with him in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, no. But like, yeah, no. You want to sponsor the show, man. 
Hit us up, man. Hit us up. We here, baby. You know what I'm saying? If you want to send in just a direct PayPal to Realist Podcast Server at gmail.com, you can send us money there. Uh, we're at 477 murders. I saw that. I checked that this so morning. So we're not going to hit that nickel. I hit, I, what was my number? 475? Mine's was 482. I and you was at four. I think you said 485. And okay. I said 482. So, uh, so, so, 11 days. competition. Yeah. <clears throat> um, are we recording next week? I don't know. What's next week? Uh, next Monday. What's next Monday? The 28th. <laughs> I don't know. What's, oh, because I mean, happening? you know, no, because today's the award show. People was looking at it like this was our year end. I don't know. I'm like, we might be doing a show next week. I don't fucking know. Yeah, you figure T.I. get loose. <laughs> do something <laughs> crazy. Yeah, bullshit. do something crazy next couple days. All right, you know. All right, so our last show of 2020, next Monday. Might be next Tuesday. I might work next Monday. Okay, well, next week. Might, be too, might do it on Tuesday before I go um, And then the following week, first week of January, uh, Ron from Uncut going to come on the show. He's going to be here for the weekend. So we're going to talk about his journey, him as an entrepreneur, Uncut Atlanta, and Uncut Stakes is about to open up, um, I believe, in January. Ron's going to have to follow me back. I'm petty like that before he comes <laughs> oh, in. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to just take his phone. Yeah, before, he before we do that, I'm petty. Yeah, Ron is a real good friend of mine, and um, you know he's a, he's a success story, and he's proof that sometimes – you just got to leave your environment in order to reach your, your pinnacle of success. And that's exactly what he's done the last two years with Uncut Miami. Very proud of him. Um, other than that, man, we got a lot. We got a big slate of potential guests and all of that for 2021. Um, our anniversary show is going to be MLK Monday, January 20th. We'll have the tuxedo shirts. Matt's going to have a tuxedo hoodie. It's satin. I don't know what I did. If with not, it. then I'm going to buy it's you a tuxedo t shirt. My dad really gave it to me like it was like, <laughs> you need this. This the hot you ain't gonna believe what I got you today. <laughs> and I opened it, and he was like, "Ain't that you can throw that on? Just you won't be won't be silly." And I'm just like, "I don't want to be that he silly." Just man. Be silly. <laughs> but here we are in a situation <laughs> where I'm like, <laughs> right. You, you never know. Right, right. <laughs> you never know, man. He gonna see me in a t-shirt. What what hoodie I got you? Don't tell me you threw it out. I can you get like I can see him that. <laughs> real you gonna have answers for that. Yeah, too. real suck. We appreciate everybody's support. Everybody listening. Shout out to Kavasi. Philly for sponsoring the show. Shout out to Will Warren from the House of Kama sponsoring the show. Um, shout out to Doug Slim and Flight Squad for sponsoring the show. We appreciate all of y'all. This is the annual TRP Awards. This is not the last show though. Early next week we're going to have another episode for y'all and then we will see y'all in 2021. It's up. We appreciate y'all man. Peace. Holler back. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.